What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Boy, another one. I hope you can keep up. Shout out to the Coach Gang. I'm a workhorse out here. It's hard to be me at work, man. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. So I could focus on my career. And uh, welcome to Thursday Night. Crimson Capsule, the second longest running episodic program here on YouTube. Today, we are talking about LeBron James seeing dodging these 304s, the apex, these apex predators in these streets, in these streets. In these streets. And uh, a lot of people, we've been talking about this recently. The All-Star game is coming up. A lot of 304s are packing their bags so they can be in these streets. <laughs> they can be in these streets out here trying to be predatory towards NBA players. Now, we talked about your boy, P.J. Washington. We talked about him, and particularly with Brittany Renner. Um, that all panned out to be, I don't know, um, a lot of women are trying to say, well, what did I do? I didn't trap him. He wanted this. And then they end up collecting a bag. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> and then they get their bag and run, and a lot of young dudes don't know any better. But we're going to take a look at a video with one LeBron James in which he's trying to show you Kind of what we've been talking about here. Now, I know he, he's not liking for any peace leave. Um, I don't know what his arrangements are, but I'm sure men of his stature have access to whatever he wants, whenever he wants it. All he has to do is name his price. Hey, don't be upset with her. She did the same thing that anybody else in her position would have done. She did the same thing that you would have done. She had her price just like each and every one of you have your price. Here's the deal, man. He doesn't mess with straggle daggles. I told you I don't mess with straggle daggles, all right? When I pick, I don't pick low-hanging fruit, all right? When it's when it's time to get when it's time to deliver and drop off salami, it is somewhat of an agreement what what's going on here. I don't deal with straggle daggles, and neither does LeBron James. He doesn't deal with apex predators. He doesn't deal with women that are trying to Got to get my bag and All right? Run. And so when he's doing it, he's very strategic out here. He does just he just doesn't run up on 100 women. He just doesn't take who comes to him. All right, he's really methodical in 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 the way he delivers his pipe. Now, for all intents and purposes, LeBron James may be a faithful man. He may be a faithful man to his wife Savannah. I mean, could you blame him? Nope. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe Savannah got some, she got that magic, she got the magic sleeve. We don't know. He might be a faithful man, but you know, we know how these dudes operate. When they in these streets, they get the high class of the higher class. No bubble booties, no pogs. All right. He's getting high class ass, as we call it around here. All right. High class ass. All right. And so uh, what, what's what's happening is when he's in these streets and he's dealing with the apex predators or the predatory women that are out here choosing. I'm showing you how the new modern woman works. You got to make sure you are prepared 100 percent. And so let me do the super chats and then we're going to get into the show. This might be a short show. I don't know, unless something else comes up there. We're going to talk about this. There is some other story that I might want to talk about. All right. But we're going to lay off the community today. We're going to say we're going to lay off the community today. The community is not going to get you're not going to get it today. All right. If you're looking for some smoke, it ain't going to be today. I've been really hard and critical on you. Yes, the flatback did. You know, flatback it is the you know flatback it is the the choice, the 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 drink of choice of wealthy men. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about it. <laughs> he says I say that all the time. Three hour show. All right, I got me a juicy Latina waiting. You know, ironing boarded, flatbacked herself. All right, but uh, are you here? 
Oh, she's not here today. She's not here yet. But uh, the flatback is the <laughs> the flatback is the drink of choice of wealthy men. I just want you guys to know that. <laughs> what what happens is I, I know a lot of brothers. I guess we are going to go in the community today. Maybe it's just the brothers. You know, a lot of brothers will tell me, you know, they'll be like, look, you know, and uh, somebody said it today and I get it. You know, pogs do serve their purpose. Ain't nothing like a big legged pog. You know what I mean? Or a thick legged sister, you know, a chocolatey sister. I loves me a chocolatey sister. I've heard this. There's nothing that gives me more weaker than a chocolatey skin sister. Sister, you've been on, on my mind. Sister. You know them chocolatey skin sisters? They be real, real chocolate. But, you know, a pog and a thick bubble butt. You know what I mean? All of y'all be out there with them. Don't trust a big butt and a smile. That girl is poison. <laughs> and then what happens is you take that broke selection mentality and then you think you're going to take that to wealth. I'm going to just let you guys know. I'm going to give y'all a secret to wealth. Not a lot of wealthy men have big women. I'm going to just let y'all know right now. I mean, they end up having big women that be, they, they were small and they became big. All right, show me one. I'm going to say, like, show me 10 wealthy men that have the nerve to be like, well, you know, pogs are okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's normally the drink of choice of poor men. And there's nothing wrong with a pog. You just got to sneak them through the back door. Mm. You know, wealthy men deal with ratchets. You know, they do. They deal with, the, you know, a wealthy man will go somewhere and he'll find some tattooed up woman. You know what I mean? She's a barista, a bartender, and he'll have his way with her. But he will never be seen in the light of day with that woman. <laughs> he'll never be seen in the light of day. You know what I mean? Alexis, Texas will never be seen with a wealthy man that has his head on right. She'll be snuck in many back doors. The drink of choice of wealthy men is flatbacks. I mean, if you're going to be in public, you got to have you a long back woman. It's just what it is. Maybe it'll change in the culture. But they told you, BBD told you, don't trust a big butt and a smile. Don't trust a big butt and a smile. You can't trust anything, though. <laughs> But some wealthy man will go overseas, you know what I mean? Bang out, take some old tattooed up girl. It is what it is. Somebody says, why, coach? Yeah, the golf chick. You know what I mean? You be walking around like I went to the, I went to the South Coast Plaza today. All right, anybody knows where South Coast Plaza is in Orange County? You know, this mall is the, you know, it's kind of like the Beverly Hills Mall, you know? They have all the uppity, uppity stores there, stuff that I don't even lead. I'm like, what is this stuff? Balenciaga, what is that? All these things that women need. I'm like, what is this stuff right here? What kind of store is this? Look at this store. They got five items in this store. What the hell am I doing here? You walk around South Coast Plaza. What's going to happen is you're going to see dudes, dudes uh, walking out with flatbacks. All right, here we go. You don't see no bubble butts around there. <laughs> We going in, man, man. You know what I mean? Hey, somebody proved me wrong on this one. You know what? Should we do a poll? Should we do a poll on this one? And this isn't because bubble butts are, you know, I mean, at some point, at some point, they may be coming to style. You know what I mean? But the drink of choice of men that have money is going to be a flat back. Somebody says, what about Slim Thick? 
Shout out to uh, Loud Pocket says, Sister Girl had a crush on Tommy Sotomayor. That was earlier in the day. Brian Horsley with the big old drop on the cash app. He says, appreciate you, coach. You know, it may change, you know, but you got, you got, you got, should we do a poll? Let's do a poll. All right, let's do a poll. I, this is what happens when I have a short show plan. Um, we Stuff like this breaks out. <laughs> stuff like this breaks out. All right. Here we go here. He says, coach, the, he says, go started on the bubble butts of the community time. It's about to be a three hour show. After I said, after I said it was going to be a short show. All right, here we go. Um, do, do wealthy men prefer, I wish I could change this up here. See, I can't get rid of that yes or no option. Prefer flatbacks over bubble butts. <laughs> what is going on today? Today's that day. Foldable is the way to go. Do wealthy, do wealthy men prefer flatbacks over bubble butts? That's going to be our poll question of the day. That's going to be our poll question of the day. All right, here we go. We're talking about flapjacks, soggy, <laughs> or we're talking about, you know, overly, over wide, over our, now, now, <laughs> some people like, uh, there we go here. Some people like stupid, dumb, thick women, you know what I mean? Just as like, wow, you know what I mean? With the fat around the knee and all of that, the fat around the ankle and the calf, the cankle, you know what I mean? Just like, wowzer. The poll of the day. How are we doing on the poll? We got 80%, uh, 80-20 right now. Okay, here we go. Some people say slim thick. Uh, slim thick is, uh, what, what is the, how do you categorize a slim thick? I mean, is slim thick, how do you categorize slim thick? I mean, slim thick, you know, listen, wealthy men only respond here. If you're broke, just say that. I mean, don't don't be mad at her for charging you for her time, materials, and effort. What would be a slim thick? Slim thick, is that an actual category? Slim thick would be Sierra. Sierra would be a slim thick. How tall is Sierra? This is how I go from a short show to a long show. Somebody's like, just play the LeBron video. All right, hold on for a second. We just oh, she's five foot seven. Sierra would be a thin, slim thick. Let me see here. I got to pull up a picture of Sierra. Sierra, Sierra, Sierra. Come on, give me, give me, give me the picture. Give me the picture. Give me the picture. All right, Sierra here. Let's go ahead and pull her up. There's, there she is with Russell Wilson. Let's see here. I'm gonna get her up right there. Is she slim thick or is she a flat back? All right, I don't know, man. She's kind of flat backed to me. Let me see. What do y'all say, man? This is a this is slim thick or a flat back. That's a slim thick. Where's the thick? Where's the where's the thick at? Hold on for a second. I I guess around the hip area. I don't know, man. Look 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 at this picture right here. This is thick. This is thick. This is slim thick. She looked foldable to me. All right, let me see here. <laughs> She's still so okay. She thick. Okay, so I think she a little flat backed to me, but that that's flat backed for us. Like, look at this right here, bro. And you know what happened? You know what happened? Sierra probably was slim thick, but she's now look at what she rolling with. She's not rolling with future no more. She rolling with Russell Wilson. She in a high class ass area code. 
she got to go iron aboard. This right here looked like iron aboard to me. All right, so I'm saying she's more iron aboard. If you painted her face white, she looked like uh, she looked like Jenny. She looked like Jenny from the suburbs because she got the blonde hair already. Who else are we talking about? Zendaya's up. That's Zendaya's a uh, iron aboard too. Somebody says Joe Jada Wanda. Jada Wanda. Whoever's tuning into this channel for the first time, they are. Like what the hell? Okay, okay. Jada Wanda. She looked like a. She looked like a Tamika here. She is a. She looks short. You know, definitely. She's got. She's packing. She's probably five foot tall. She can't be more than five foot one. Oh, there's there's a little. What's his name? Is that the baby or little baby? All right, that's little baby. Okay, she would be slim thick, but she's petite. You know, there's nowhere. You know, there's nowhere else the fat's gonna go. I mean. All she's going to do is get wider. She's small, all right? So she's just petite. So I don't know if that would be slim thick, but maybe. Uh, let me see here. Her height is at, uh, she's five foot one. She's five foot one. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that would be slim thick, but I get it, <laughs> Lizzo. Somebody says, uh, I'm, st I'm still catching names here. Hold on for a second. Zoe Gara is slim thick. All right, hold on for a second. I know, man, somebody said Brittany Renner. I'm not bringing her up no more. Zoe got how did we get on this by the way? Oh, it's Zoe. Is it Zoe? Zoe Gara. Let me see here. Oh, that's an iron board. That's iron. That's slim thick. I'm confused now. I am confused. She iron boarded all the way. Oh man, that's a flatback. I see she got a little bubble there. And she looked young, bro. Can I can I show this woman on Instagram? Can I show this woman? Look at that back. All right, who said she? Who said that was slim thick? Look her back going all the way. All right, who said she was slim thick? I'm giving you a demerit. <laughs> all right, they're saying uh, Salma Hayek is slim thick. All right, Megan Thee Stallion slim thick. How old was Megan Thee Stallion? Mm. I'm looking at the names. I'm looking at them. Maya, Maya, but Maya's tiny. She's petite. Would she be slim thick? What is her height? Five for five. All right, she qualifies. All right, Maya. All right, she's in a she's a little bit taller. And she was she was a baller. She's older. Okay, this would be slim thick. I see what you're saying there. All right. What do we do here? How do we get to this level? Maya got it. All right. That would be slim thick. Yeah, I get it. All right. Uh, who else? You're, you guys are really giving me a hope. Sydney Carter. Sydney. I know you guys are giving me names. You're like, look them up, coach. I can't look up every name. Sydney Carter. She's a basketball player. Yeah, that would be, that would kind of be a slim thick to me. What play, what team does she play for? Texas A&M? All right. I typically don't look at basketball players, but she would be, this is her here. Yeah. Okay. I, I I get it. Yeah. She's a, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. She's a slim thick. I can't tell. That would be slim thick. Kelly Rowland. Tiana Taylor. I think Tiana Taylor is, has an amazing body. So Tiana Taylor would be on the slim thick here. Let me see here. I think that's her. Um, yeah, I was supposed to. Yes. Okay. So how do we get the simp in here? How do we get the simp in this bad? Anybody know? Anybody know? Mm. 
She definitely not an ironer board. All right, so she's close though. She got a long back, but she got that high butt. All right, too much masculine inner energy. All right, she's too masculine. So it's yeah, you know, some people might be turned off there. All right, one more, one more. That's more ironing board. Yeah, I mean, that's close to ironing boards. All she got, I don't know, is that butt real? That butt is not real. So she might be in the ironing board category. Anybody else? The white chick on two broke chicks. Let's pull up a white person. It's been a while. Uh, two broke chicks, girl. Two broke girls. Two broke girls. Okay. Um, yeah, this one in the blonde is definitely an ironing board. I guess this one would be more slip, slim thick or sloppy yogurt. I can't tell. Oh, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. This one's an ironing board, and this one's sloppy yogurt. That's not that's not thick at all. She ain't thick. She just packing it in the right area. All right. So now that we've gone off the rails, <laughs> we got off the rails. All right. So anyway, she thick brothers. You're going to find out she's not very thick. You're going to find out the hard way. I've, I've done this a lot. Trust me. This is sloppy yogurt. <laughs> this is sloppy. <laughs> this girl is not thick. Yeah, it's like the Gogurt. You know, you got the Gogurt. Where you get the little Gogurt, the little thing of yogurt. It's like in that little straw plate thing right there. And you and you touch it and it'd be like. <laughs> and then you open it up and it'd be like. Anyway. This is what happens when you have a short show. So let's get into it. Let's do the Super Chats real quick. And then, and then we'll get into it. You can answer the poll. It's going back and forth there. We're having fun. This is a fun day. Relax. All the MGTOWs are going crazy. Oh, my God. You know, I busted up their simping. I busted up their anti-simp. Now they're opening up their laptop. They're going to be watching that prawn tonight. <laughs> the MGTOWs are like, yo, coach, man, I thought we wasn't simping in 2022. All right. They on a laptop, prawn.com. They looking up all the names y'all put in the chat. They're like, damn, you busted up. I had 21 days, no fap. Gone. <laughs> it's Thirsty Thursday. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, man. Hey, relax, man. This is a relaxing day. Don't, don't, don't take it so hard. You know what I mean? Don't take it so hard. <laughs> I'm making new relapse today. Oh man, I was protecting my meat, but now he's on seeking arrangements today. Ordering up sloppy yogurt. He's on Tinder swiping. Oh, I didn't had a relapse. All right. Sometimes, man, you know, just relax. We don't have to be serious all the time. Pause, by the way. This is research, man. Here we go. <laughs> all right. Side out the shout out to Simon Small. Appreciate you here. Leaf is in the building. Shout out to you, Leaf. Who else is here on the Cash App? Mr. Loudpocket says greenbacks for the flatbacks in the building. Yes, indeed. Because flatbacks are not cheap. I mean, I don't know how, how that works out. Try to run up on a flat back to girl and be like, I right, you know, 50 bucks. She'd be like, 50, try 500. All right, here we go. Leaf. Uh, but you know, bubble butts and slim thicks are in sloppy yogurt is very cheap. Cheap. You can get them on a discount rack. You can roll up. Hey, you need a couple of dollars. They always don't, they always need money. Have you guys noticed that? Am I tripping? Because we're we got the poll up here, but let's just flip it in reverse. Find you a black flat back for cheap, like a tall, long-legged flat back, and be like, here, here's 50 bucks. She's going to look at you like, 
She's going to look at you Martin Lutherly. <laughs> roll up to South Coast Plaza and roll up on the flatback and be like, "Ah, eh, you'll do for the night. 50 bucks. She's going to look at you like this. <laughs> Nobody wants them pancakes, soggy areas down there. Meanwhile, she got a rich guy. <laughs> Brothers run up the bubble butts. Hey, 50, 50 bucks, 50, 50. Lowest offer, lowest offer. She'll be like, she'll be like this, 50, bu 50 bucks, you say? Okay. Here's the thing, you know, if you're broke, just say that. Don't be mad at me for charging people for my time, materials, and effort. God. So in, the, in our poll, I want you to consider that. I want you to consider that. When you put your poll, don't just vote with your salami. Pause. Vote with, flip it in reverse. Flatbacks are expensive or cheap. All right? Go to any, any, anywhere. Uh, amateur flatback will cost you. <laughs> you go to an amateur bubble butt? Where's, who said not this girl? Anyway, let's, we're having fun today. What a day already. Shout out to Leaf. Back in the building, Mr. Joshua Warhammer says today is lightweight, 150 times 100 and curling 40 times. All right. Congratulations, brother. All right. Uh, uh, Walker, Texas Ranger ducking and dodging these 304s better than Neo because I ain't the one. The one to get played like a poop butt. See, I'm from the streets. So I know what's up on these silly games that's played by the women. I'm only happy when I'm up in them. Don't you know I'm a menace to society, but girls in biker shorts are so fly to me, so I step to them with aggression. Listen to the kid and learn a lesson today. See, they think we narrow-minded because they got a cute face and big behind it, so I walk over and say, how you doing? But we only dab for screwing, but you know, I try to play it off cool, but if you catch you slipping, you get school or to get you for your money, son. Next thing you know, you get their hair and their nails done for them. They let you show them off. But when it comes to sex, they got a bad cough or a headache. It's all give and no take. Run out of money and watch a heartbreak. They'll drop you like a bad habit. All right. So shout out to O'Shea Jackson. Man, that name sounds familiar. O'Shea Jackson. O'Shea, O'Shea Jackson. Damn, somebody might be using that name. Anyway, mm. shout out to Ice Cube O'Shea Jackson. <laughs> Anybody else using that name or no? Somebody else is using. Oh, O'Shea Jackson Jr. Yes, indeed, his son, who played in Straight Out of Compton. Anyway. Nobody else has that name. Anyway, you young guys don't know what I just rapped there. That is uh, Ice Cube. I ain't the one. And fair use, Ice Cube. Yes, I used to have the corduroy L.A. Raiders hat with my khakis creased. <laughs> All right, see, here we go. Oh, man, this is going to be a fun show here. Here we go. The dictator says, I know this is going to be very funny when I watch it at work. Side note, fresh looking like usual suspect. And he says he set Myron up, and now he set Tommy up. Oh, no, you're going conspiracy theory on Fresh. You're saying Fresh. You're saying Fresh is the setup artist here. Mm, interesting. 
Interesting. Let me let, let me get fresh on the line. Hey, fresh. Let me know if you're watching and I can get you on the show here in the call. And I could see if um you set up a hey, text me. You got my number. Text me and I'll call and we'll, we'll get you to call in. Get you to call in. And uh, we can see if you set up your boys over there. All right. Call, call me, man. Text me. Text me. We'll do it. We'll do it live. Soft Sand says, I got a flat-backed cigar, and I got my drink. Let's get it. Coach Gang. Yes, indeed. All right. El Chingon says, I prefer flat back with some pretty feet. All right. I'll listen. Junior college. Junior college for sure. All right. Joe K says, thoughts on Sierra running away on Drake's, uh, on Drake's super party. I think it was um, Russell Wilson potentially. that Maybe maybe she did say we need to get out of here because Future got up the, got on the stage. And he said, let's, so I can't say the song. Um, they wanted to mess up some <laughs> commas over there. They wanted to mess up some commas. All right. So um, I think, yeah, that was interesting. I think, um, you know, it was a, he, was a, he was supposedly a surprise guest. So they were at the party. They didn't know he was there. I don't know why they would run, but I get it. You know, sometimes you are comfortable around your ex. Maybe they have a restraining order. I don't know. Freddie Frappuccino, think of gymnastic track stars for thick, slim thick. Oh, man, yeah. Oh, yes. I know what you're talking about there. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Uh, Tracy Mills says dudes want to talk smack, but they can't super chat. I know, man. I'm sitting there like, where are they at? If they talk to smack, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody says that's too much sodium. What happened? Oh, they're talking about diets in there. I don't know what's going on. Dreamcatcher says my wife had a chili dog for lunch. Give me the buzzer. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. No. Nope. Well, I worked on college campuses for a long time. And, uh, you know, I worked on high school campuses, too, as a as a coach. And um, it was funny. We always used to talk about you can tell the athletes by their builds because, you know, certain sports, you have to emphasize a certain area of your body or all the physique. I mean, by the time you got to college level and then when you were at a bigger university, the big universities, Division One. Right. If you're a one A school, they used to call it one A now, but now they call it FBS or FBS. Um, but if you were at a 1A school and you were on campus, you know the athletes, as soon as you see them and they have an athletic shirt on, you already know what sport they play. It was without question. You, you're 90% of the time, you'd be like, oh, they go to swimmers. <laughs> they go to swimmers. They all had that V-back, V-back tapered waist long. All right, oh, they go to volleyball players. They go to softball players. They go to basketball players. You can just name them, male or female. They go to gymnasts. Everybody had a different build or a different muscle group that they emphasized. And it was it was overly apparent. It was like, you know, the people with the big shoulders and the, the V taper back, V taper waist. It was very apparent who was who. And then most of the time with the gear, you could see what the gear, the volleyball players always had short shorts on. Short. <laughs> Suited. They, yeah, the soccer players had thick quads. The female soccer players had quads like, like cr- ridiculous quads. And they were mostly kind of short and compact. The softball players were either real skinny or a huge, humongous. So uh, the, the small softball players tended to be, you couldn't tell sometimes, like, what sport do they play? Are they on a cross-country team? Cross-country team girls looked emaciated and pale. Um, <laughs> the tennis team looked like all either Russians or Asians. Or you know, they, they didn't even look like Americans. Like, do you have any Americans on your tennis team? The wrestlers looked like they had no neck. It was so crazy, man. 
It was crazy. It was fun. You'd be like, oh, there goes a, you can name them. There go the football players. The football players go without question. All right. They were the darkest skinned players on the campus. They were either very dark skinned. They looked dirty. Not, not that they were dirty, but they looked dirty. You know, football players are dirty, right? They're always in pads and they are never really, they're going from practice to meetings. They're rolling around, tackling on the ground. They always looked ashy to me. You know, the dark skinned mm. ones. Or they were just wider and big. You know what I mean? They'd show up and they'd just be a refrigerator, a walking refrigerator. Um, and the basketball players at, at the Division One school, they're freakishly long. Like they, their knuckles are dragging on the ground. It's crazy. So anyway, man. Somebody says, what about the Laundry Football League? I had a player that I coached college basketball. She ended up playing in the Laundry Football League. And she invited me to a game. She came here. She played for the Seattle team. Actually, that football right there. You guys see that football? This football I'm pointing to. That football. That was signed by the whole Seattle lingerie football team. All right. Or a couple of the players right there. So um, I went to the game. And um, I was like, this is about to be some powder puff. I was like, this is about to be ridiculous. All right. And I went out there. I was like, these girls were animals out there. Animals. Dumb lingerie players are animals, dude. It wasn't what I thought. I thought they was going to be out there tip-tip, dilly-dallying around. No, they was ripping girls' helmets off, twerking on them. I was just like, <laughs> shit. I was like, boy, oh, boy. I was like, I ain't getting out there. I thought it was just going to be touch football. I was like, these girls are crazy. I should have known because I the player that played, she was like bullyish. So I should have known something was up. When she was playing, no, they were serious. They were seriously playing some football. They was hitting. I was like, <laughs> Amazon's out there playing. Anyway, just so you know, it wasn't it wasn't what you thought. It, it's not what you think it is. If you've never watched it in person, um, it is definitely on some crazy sh cuckoo. They had a girl out there looking like Ronnie Lott, this sister that was cut and chiseled from stone and she was out there trying to sack the quarterback like crazy all right here we go uh my man edward a says for the best community on youtube and he also says what do you say coach he says cga got plenty receipts he needs no pause yeah, yeah, yeah you know they tried to get me earlier today yes indeed no and then uh loud pocket says i want to be a baller shot caller in the building all right look Oh, Lee says, since it's a funny show today, check out Olivia Dunn IG. She's a gymnast from LSU, and I want to know what the coach's rating is, flat back or, or, or slim thick. Um, let me see something real quick. Somebody's like, talk about LeBron James. <laughs> hey, the thing about college athletes, it's much different. She's a flat back. Um, uh, uh, college athletics has changed because, because um, back when I was coaching, back in the day, Kids couldn't have Instagram. They used to, we used to tell them, don't get on Twitter. Don't do this. Don't do that. Now these kids can get on Instagram and promote themselves. They have what they call a, um, um, I can't remember what they call it. Nas not the National Letter of Intent. It's something like that. Where they can promote themselves all on uh, social media. Where did it go? Oh, here it is right here. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's different. So girls, I mean, people in college couldn't do this when I was in college. All right, so this woman's a flat back. That's a flat back because she's doing this pose. She's sticking her butt out. This girl, this, this is a flat back. 
All right, she flat in the front and the back. All right, so, but it's okay. It's not a big deal. I mean, this girl right here, 50 bucks ain't going to cut it. You're going to have to pay $1,500 for that. Yeah, they. what is it called? They, uh, they own their own image and likeness. N-I-L. Yeah, they can own their own image and likeness. Back when I was coaching, we used to try to chase them off Twitter. Don't get on Twitter. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Now, they're on Instagram, Twitter. They got their own image and likeness. They can promote themselves. They can get money and mark from marketing. And the pretty girls are killing it right now. The pretty girls are killing it. There's a, two basketball players from Fresno State. And have you ever saw heard about Fresno State women's basketball? No, but they have two girls on there that look like freshmen. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> and um, they are killing it. They're making a hell of a lot of money because they're blonde, white, uh, twin basketball players. They're killing it. Let me see here. Fresno State women's basketball twins. So back in our time, we wouldn't have had that. You, we, the coaches were like, you can't do that. now. These people can make their own money. So these are the girls here. The the Cav Cavender, the Cavender twins. I, I coached in their conference for a while. So these girls right here have their own uh, money, marketing. They got their own marketing. And they just fresh out of high school. They was in high school like, what, two years ago. And they got their own marketing for Fresno State basketball. Can you imagine? Boy, the world has changed like crazy. They're making money. This is how... This is, again, another example of what I hear. Boost Mobile sponsors TikTok Cavender Twins. So this is what I talk about when we talk about the monetized woman. The monetized woman. They said they make 500K a year on IG and they play college basketball. Hey, man. Um, when I talk about the monetized woman, this is the power now that women yield, right? And so let's just say you're you. You're you. Back in the day, this they wouldn't have been able to make any money, all right? And so you might have had a shot at them, or they could choose you for status. But they're making their own money, man. They're making their own money now. Um, and they're capitalizing off their youth and beauty. It's crazy. Somebody says, free male privilege, and they scream inequality. Again, yeah. So you can be, um, and this is why um, the there's the two other twins from UNLV, they came too early, pause. So they had the two twins from UNLV, and they played when they couldn't do this. And they actually trying to sue the NCAA because they had a big social media following, but they couldn't capitalize. And then by the time their playing career was washed, one of them ended up saying that somebody graped her, uh, Trey Songs. So they couldn't capitalize off of this. Now the images these athletes can capitalize off of their looks, right? And then now they're they're making money. So now they can get their TikTok money. They can get their Instagram money. They can get their YouTube money. They man, they, they, the women are monetized now, man. Yeah, the 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 girls, the girls, the Gonzalez twins, they would have been able to be millionaires just off of. Let me see here, Dylan Gonzalez. They would have been able to be millionaires if they had the same rules that the that the uh, that the um, that the kids have now in college. But these girls were ahead of the time, and they were—they actually forced the rule change. But by the time the rule changed, they were out of college. Right? What a crazy world we live in. Guys, this is why I tell you, the modern woman is monetized. 
they have all avenues of monetization now. So it's hard for them to come up and be like, okay, I'll take a relationship if she's attractive. Man, please, they don't have to do that anymore, guys. So what is your strategy? Your strategy has to change. If you're reading a book from 2004 and you're in 2022, that book is already ancient history in relationship to what's going on now. You know what I mean? It is crazy. It, it, they're for sale now. You know, it's going to be hard for a woman. This is why you see it's hard. Go, go drive by any restaurant. Drive by any restaurant. They, I guarantee you they have a help wanted sign up looking for waitresses, hostesses, and all of that. I was at a restaurant for lunch today, and there was a young girl there, and she was like, uh, she was a host, and then she fought, she sat me at the table, and she was like, I got a joke, and she was pretty attractive. She was young. She was probably 18 or 19, and um, then I started chatting her up, and she was like, yeah, um, I work here six days a week. I'm here early in the morning. She says, I'm here. It wasn't Hooters. <laughs> it wasn't Hooters, but it was, um, it was just, it was islands, all right, so, um, and so she was like, um, well, she was like, I'm here because we're understaffed. Nobody will work. She's like, I'm here because nobody will work. Now think about that. Why aren't, why do, why are they having problems at restaurants, hiring waitresses, servers, and hostesses? I want you to think. Think about it. <laughs> right? Think about it. The reason why. It's because these girls can hop online, Sugar Daddy, OnlyFans, um, TikTok. Uh, who am I missing? You know what I mean? Seeking arrangements. They can do, they don't have to, they don't have to serve no more. They don't have to do that. If you think about it, the girl's going to be like, I'm going to work from four o'clock to nine o'clock every night. Nope. <laughs> I'm going to go sell some feet pictures. That's what I'm going to do. You know what I mean? They don't have to do those jobs no more. And, and go down any restaurant. You'll see it. Cam girl, prawn, you name it. They can do it. They can do it. And they're gonna make they're gonna make money. Yeah, tips, six hour, six dollars and fifty cents an hour and some tips. Forget about it, bro. They're like, there's no way. So they can sit back here, have a couple sugar daddies, call it a day. Call it a day put cash app in their bio on and on Instagram and they're doing this without even showing up, giving away no peace league. So what, what we're going to do is we're trying to teach you guys that now, and they can reach out and select who they want to mate with. All right. So uh, let's get to LeBron James. We fooled around long enough. Now that I wasted an hour on a short show, that's how you make a show. Not short. Um, Let's get to this one right here. Here's LeBron James. Our timestamp gang is going to be in the building. Somebody says you need leverage in multiple avenues. Yep. And guys, they're taking dates from wealthy. Well, okay, let me just say this. Wealthy dudes are giving them money. I know you don't think so. I know you think some of these girl, wealthy dudes are giving women money. All right. It is what it is. So here we are right here. Um, And for women that can get it, they can get it. Some women, I'm too good for that. Generation Z, there's none of those. All right. So here we go. Uh, LeBron James. He's right here protecting the seed. He's going down the escalator. We'll show the video and look behind him. Look behind him. Some 304s. 304s chasing LeBron down the wrong way on the escalator. Now, I don't know if, what you think here. For LeBron to be worth what he's worth, 
going down the escalator in reverse is pretty much putting his career on the line, okay? He's putting his career on the line because I don't know if you know, I know he's major league athletic, but still going down the escalator in reverse probably could, he could, he could fall down, take a bump. It could cost him a couple of games. It could cost him some dollars. But remember, I told you, these hoes are choosing. They're choosing and they're chasing. They have no pride when it comes to this anymore. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> they're in desperation mode. Put a seed in me. It's a win for him. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's let's go down uh, right here. Let's, for the explanation, LeBron James was followed by a few clingy fans, so he decided to take the escalator upside down in order to lose his pursuers, a dangerous method since a fall is quickly arrived, uh, especially after an evening, a little water. So I guess maybe he might have had a drink too, wherever he was. Yeah, that could be dangerous, but devilishly effective in any case. Internet users have all agreed on one thing in the face of these images. LeBron is a faithful man and deserves to remain so. So we're going to follow this idea that he's a faithful man, right? All right. Let's see if we can make this video a little larger. There's a video here. Uh, let's see if we can make the video a little larger. This is of Twitter right here. So LeBron James, I think that's his agent, Rich Paul there, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe not. Maybe that's somebody else. I can't tell who that is. So there's LeBron. He can hear the hose. <laughs> he can hear the hose. He's smiling. Strip club is where we going, bro. And there they are. That looks like Anthony Davis, and the hose ran right past Anthony Davis. Crazy. <laughs> and look. Wow. Wow. That looks like Anthony Davis there. Hose ran right past him. I don't even know how this other girl got hit. This guy crazy. Look. They running after him. <laughs> and there was thumb in the back, too. Look, they just waiting for him. And I don't know if you know, man, this is pretty common in Los Angeles. Look, there was one right there. There's a 304 there. There's a 304 right there. Maybe that's a Gordita. There's some 304 straggle daggles right here waiting, waiting to get Johnson from NBA players. This is how crazy it is. Good club is where we going, bro. And they in high heels running down the escalator. Crazy. Look at them. Look at them, bro. Can you believe this, bro? This is how it is, guys. And this is how it is for a lot of people, man. You know, they going to still try to get down the escalator. Look at her. She in her high heels in her yoga pants trying to do it. <laughs> Isn't that crazy, man? What a crazy time we live in, man. We are living definitely in the Jezebel spirit. You do have to protect yourself out here in these streets. And LeBron James is not playing games with these 304s. Drake, Drake is not playing games, guys. Drake is looking around going, I'm putting hot sauce in, in condoms. But is this a smart method by LeBron James? I, I'm pretty sure he's not lacking in the peace league department. And to be fair, some of those young women there, though, ace predators, they busted Pillsbury biscuit cans. There, there's no way, again, according to our poll, these girls, all our polls going down, a lot of people are coming in. Bubble butts are rich. You're going to have to provide an example. Um, but what's going to happen is a, a, a lot of those girls think they're good and they think they're better than you. A lot of these girls are Instagram models and you trying to holla, you following on the IG 
And guess what they're doing when they're club is where we going, bro. When you're following on their IG, they're following who they want. They following who they this want. Guy crazy. Look at this. They're they're passing them Anthony Davis, bro. Look at that. Look at them busted built. Now this ain't this is a bubble butt. This is sloppy yoga crazy. This is the world we live in. Five foot one, almost as wide as she is tall. And she's running down the stairs after one of the most highly sought after men in America, if not the world, running down the escalator with high heels. And you think, and you think you're going to run some game on these girls. I'm telling you, there's you guys got to change up your strategy. This is not the good old days. And let me tell you something. There's girls that will act like they wouldn't do this, but if given the right opportunity, they would do it. They would do it for sure. So he's trying to protect the seed. He doesn't have to be out here, but should y'all be running away from these 304s like that? Or y'all going to let these girls ruin you? Let's just say you were close to LeBron James. What are you going to do? I showed you earlier today with the DJ, is it DJ Academics? And that one girl started choosing y'all would hold masculine frame. Y'all, y'all would cold approach. Yeah, cold approach. Who's cold approaching now? Come on. Mm. Sell me cold approach. Sell me the system of cold approach. Sell me it now. I mean, in, in 2022, there's no way, bruh. He says they ignored Anthony Davis. Walk right past them, bro. Let me let me play the video of DJ Academics that I played today. And I'm telling you guys, in our culture today, with Snapchat, uh, somebody was telling me a story about Snapchat. I can't remember who it was. But they were talking about Snapchat. Or maybe I was listening to a video. I Probably I was listening to a video. But um, they was like, these girls are active on Snapchat. They Snapchat is like text message. You used to be. If you're an old guy, Snapchat is like text message. All right. That's how they text message, but this is how they communicate. It's their communication system. And they're constantly on there, on there, doing this, setting up these deals, doing this. Sugar daddy over here, feet picture guy over here, Instagram in link, sneaky link over here, husband over here. And if you're not doing running Snapchat game, you out. You with anybody under the age, between the ages of 18, and if you want to go younger, go younger, because that that age too, I have kids that age, they use Snapchat more than text message. That's how they communicate. Like text is not the thing. Everybody communicates via Snapchat. But if you're talking about dating age, 18 to 25, you better be on Snap. You bet you, and so guys will be like, no, the girl will be like, hey, uh, you asked her for a number. No, I want, I'm not going to give you my number. I'll give you my snap. If she's between 18 and 25, that's the, that's good. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that's, you're in, you're in like Flynn. Snap is it, or WhatsApp. It would be snap, WhatsApp, text. Or snap, WhatsApp, DMs on Instagram, text. That's the order. And but why are why are they using Snapchat like this? Because they can do their debauchery. They can do their they can do their bullshit. They can see if you screenshot information. Right? Snapchat immediately reports when you screenshot information. If you said they send you a picture and you screenshot, 
It's a different way. They can block you. Um, and then without you harassing them again with the telephone number, everything disappears. It is the perfect sneaky system to use. It is the perfect uh, way to, for them to maintain a sneaky, creepy lifestyle where they can creep around. Uh, let's see here. Oh, I was going to pull up the video of DJ Academics and Fresh and just prove my point again. Uh, these girls are choosing. Uh, let me see here. I played a video. Let's see if I have it in my history. Uh, beautiful feet picture video. No, that's not it. Uh, Sugar Daddy has feet picture. Okay, that's not that video. Uh, how to steal content from other YouTubers. Uh, not that video. Uh, this video. This is the video here. Okay, here we go. I found it. <laughs> I found it. So this video is, uh, uh, again, proof that uh, the girls are choosing. And uh, if you ain't getting chosen, you're going to have to put in some work out here. Oh, I'm super starstruck right now. Bro, okay, get, get this, right, bro? We're doing this, though. And you know So, So right now, this is your boy Fresh Prince, CEO in the building. And this is DJ Academics. Um, and there's his intern knows that Fresh is talking to DJ Academics. And so she's now telling Fresh, hey, I want to talk to him to let him know I'm choosing. I'm choosing. And so watch this. Oh, I'm super starstruck right now. I'm super starstruck right now. Uh, when was the last time girls said that to you, gentlemen? <laughs> When was the last time girls said that to you? Not many girls are going to say that to you. But when they choosing, and now they now she has access. Now she has six degrees of, degrees of separation. Now her PC leave is wet. And she put in a word for herself. And she said, next time you come through, I'm going to let you run that salami. Somebody says 1999. Oh, it's so good. What's up, like, I'm like tripping out that you're there. That's like an Yeah, yeah, it's Big Act. We in the building. What's your name, girl? Me? What, I'm, yeah, I, I'm your intern, by the way. What, this is how it works. What? I'm, I'm the intern. Oh, okay. That's what's up, girl. You don't got to be starstruck by me. I ain't shit. So DJ Academics, <laughs> Academics is like, oh, another one. So in Academics world, um, he's either humble or he's like, you're one of many. You're one of many. All right. So I can get you any day of the week and he'll probably get her. And it is what it is, all right? But he's like, whatever. What's your name? Aisha. All right, Aisha. What's up with you, girl? I'm from Canada. Okay, so I'm just letting you guys know. Most of you guys wouldn't even have a woman that even this close holler at you. Now, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about y'all, all right? This happens. This happens to me all the time. I mean, you know, I'm famous on these streets here. But most of you guys are struggling. You can't even get a swipe right on your old Tinder. She won a mini though. And I oh, uh, oh, lit, 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 yeah, lit. Yeah, I lived here for six months, and it's oh. looking crazy. Y'all can't even get a conversation these days. Oh <laughs> shit! Now nah, that's what's up, yo. I thought fresh, the what girls here were crazy, and then I came on the show, and I'm like, so now she's trying to separate herself from the rest of the pack. All right, so now she's like, hey, I am, I'm in Miami. I have a timeline. I'm here six months, so you can get this piece leave for about six more months before I go, because you're famous. And now she's trying to be like, oh, you know, I'm going to distance myself from these other straggle daggles they bring on the um, 
on the show, but she's in the room. Oh, I'm not crazy like these other broads. Here you go. You see it? Uh, it's not like that in Canada. Like, oh, okay. Like, confirmed they're insane. Yes. Like, Toronto girls are not like this. Yeah, it's crazy. See, we're not like this. Not all girls are like this. Here, here we go. Not all girls. Toronto girls are not like this. So, academics is like this. I am a nasty woman. Academics is out. He's like, whatever. <laughs> you see, he's not even interested no more. All right. So anyway, man, I tell you, man, these girls are choosing. Let's go ahead and get the super chats going. So shout out to LeBron James. I think that was very clever of him to risk injury, to not have to deal with straggle daggles. A uh, straggle daggle should get the message, but it still doesn't matter. 90, 90%, 10%. What did I show? Did I, did I not show her? Was I not showing? Oh, <laughs> um, the 90%, we, we call it the 80-20 rule. For a long time, it was 80-20. I'm telling you today, somebody's been saying this for years. The dating marketplace is going to be 90-10. There's going to be concubines. There's going to be harems. Women are going to be choosing who they want. They're going to have more or less their own money. They're not going to need your money. They're not going to need your little $60,000 a year. They're not going to need that. And so you're, if you're looking for a girl, I need a girl who's mine, all mine. I need a girl in my life. And what's, what, what, what's even going to be more apparent to this is because people even admit this. Some people who don't agree with me, they know it's going to be 90-10, but they still want you out here, right? They don't want you to give up, right? They are like, no, nah, don't give up. You still can come out here and make something happen, all right? They agree about the uh, chart about hypergamy, <laughs> hypergamy, they agree. So, but what they don't know is they don't know the plight of young men. See, they don't know the plight of young men and I'm always sympathetic to young men. Pause, big time pause. You know why I'm sympathetic to young men? Because I have a young child, a young son myself and I'm looking at it going, and guys, they're already trying to choose their girls right now. I don't want to give away information here, but his fringe group are now trying to choose from, you know, they're in, they're in high school. So they trying to choose and they putting in words and they getting flat out rejected. <laughs> they getting, now I ain't saying my son is, but I'm saying, you know, you hear stories. Oh, he tried to put in a word in on her. Now we all got rejected, but what's happening is these women have a little bit more leverage than the boys in their age group. So they're, the girls are like thinking about what the girls are doing. By the time they get 17, 16, 17, they already seeing what Tinder is about. They're already seeing what Tinder is about. And if you think I'm lying, you need to do your research. And I'm going to tell you how they know how they do it. I'm here for the information. Okay. You know how they, how you know they're on Tinder is because when, when they're young is because when they get of age they can't change the age on their tinder they got to put a whole new account up so their age will be like 23 but she'll really be like oh uh, my age says i'm 23 but i'm really 20 you like but they're like i can't change the age well why can't you change the age because you made it when you were in high school <laughs> they've been on tinder they they already uh seen and seeking arrangements they already before they turn 18 they're already doing it They're already doing it. They're already peeping it out. And here's another hint. Remember when we showed you the movie from Netflix 
about the amateur prawn. I said, go watch that movie on Netflix. Them girls turned 18, and a week later, not even a week later, they were on an airplane to film prom. Prom. They were on the airplane to film prom, which makes you makes you understand they weren't researching it when they turned 18. They were planning this before they turned 18. So that when they turn 18, bam, off and running. They being flown out right now, and they're not, oh, thanks for bringing that up. I had the story that showed you about that girl that lived in the United States that got flown out to the Denver Nuggets basketball player, and she was under 18. Remember that? I'm going to show you that. So people, somebody said, what movie? The name of the movie is Hot Girls Wanted on Netflix. Um, this shows you the girls were turning 18 and they were already flying out to Florida to live there to get blasted. So the story about the underage girl, um, let me see here. They're already getting flown out right now. What was the girl's name? What was the dude's name? Chris Birdman Anderson. Chris, here it is right here. We'll show it to you. So people always think I'm making stuff up and I'm the extreme but bro, I'm I'm not the extreme. I'm I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm really trying to be out here warning you. All right. So Chris Anderson got a girl. It was a big catfish scandal. But what happened was the girl got flown out and she was underage. She was 17 at the time, already getting flown out. And her mother knew. Let's play the let's play the episode and I'm gonna have to fair use this. Let me show you here. Um, his mom got him back and headed girl headed girl wait here she is but the bird man may have never faced anything as treacherous as the tender trap about to snap on him and Paris there she is so right now she's of age but before she was 17 getting flown out blued out y'all better really pay attention to what's going on I ended up receiving a direct message from him on Facebook do you remember what it said I think it said like, hey, I see you're a fan. And what did you think? A little skeptical that he would just write, but. Hold on, let me go back to the beginning. Dateline mystery. Shout out to Dateline, fair use. Come on, man. She and look, Paris Dillon 550. And a big social media presence. Follow me. Some of your photos are kind of racy. I like to communicate the sexiness. I like taking pictures where you could feel it. 25,000 Twitter followers, 87,000 Facebook fans, 370,000 Instagram groupies. She's quite the sensation. But Paris might be a little overexposed because she's entangled in one of the most mind-bending internet intrigues of all time. An elaborate catfish scam. Before it's over, there will be vicious threats, blackmail, warrants, and an international criminal investigation. This is probably one of the most complicated send selfies all the time. So excited she can hardly believe it's him. And maybe she shouldn't. Their conversations quickly jump from Facebook to email, texting, and most convincingly, selfies. By the way, she's a flatback. She's a flatback. And then that's the first one I ever got. Beginning with this photo snapped in a mirror, unmistakably Chris Anderson. I was like, oh, it's real then, you know? I so at the time, she would send selfies all the time wait. like this. But was there a caption? I mean, at the time she's getting these text messages, she's 17. All right. She's not 18 yet. And she getting flued out. Did he say anything? It was just, hello, here's a pic. Send the selfie back, you know? 
Paris later sends this picture of herself wearing Anderson's number 11. She texts. She in high school. You better watch your daughters. You like it? And here's back. I love you're beautiful. This is supposed to be Chris Anderson's Facebook page where he puts my girl looks better in my jersey than I do. Responding I have, to the picture of you in the jersey. NBA star Chris Anderson have other things in mind. Though they're a thousand miles apart and have never really actually spoken on the phone, their relationship is turning X-rated. Did you send any other photos that might be a little more provocative? Yeah. Uh-oh, did you send any other photos that might have been provocative? And she's under 18, and yes, she did. We exchanged nude photos. And were you worried at all that and you're she sending didn't. these, that they could fall into the wrong hands? Honestly, no, not really. Bro, bro. <laughs> okay, if any, I, I swear to God, I don't know how people disagree with me. I trusted that it was him, and I knew he wouldn't do anything because, you know, of his position. Now, let's get to the, I'll, I'll advance the show. What happened was she got flewed out and met him, even though it was somebody else setting it up. It ended up being somebody else set it up, but she got flewed out right there. Hell account to make the whole thing go away. $3,000. Wait a minute. Yes. And what did you hear from the police? We're like, Chris Anderson's involved. You know, they're like small town police people. So they're like, wait a minute. Where's the flewed out part? You just opened Oh, here it is right here. Paris is having a ball, snapping. Oh, here it is right here. And I said, no, I didn't. And then he was like, when is your okay. He's texting. The two have been in touch online through Facebook, email and text messages. But incredibly, they've never actually spoken to each other until this moment. Were you thinking at all that this could be dangerous? I was a little nervous. Like she nervous. She's 17, bro. Maybe like the day of but I didn't feel in any crazy danger. And by the way, just so you guys know, when I'm talking about, when I do my members chats about seeking, there's the 19, 18 year old girls do the same thing. They, they come and meet me. They come and have fun. And you're like, dude, you just came to a stranger. It's crazy, man. She'll regret not asking more questions because what Paris doesn't know is that her weekend plan was orchestrated by someone other than the man she's about to meet. There's a catfish out there with hooks in her and Chris Anderson. I get off the plane and he's texting, okay, I'm at this exit. That was the moment where I see, like, is this real or not? And when the door opened, there he was. So she got flewed out. So even though he didn't arrange it all allegedly, she ends up meeting him in Denver. Looking just as you imagined. Just, yeah, tattoos and all. He gave me a kiss and gave me a hug and we were happy. I was happy. How are you reacting to each other? I was nervous and shy. It was kind of like a first date thing. So when women cancel dates on you, when they do this, oh, my dog died, my grandmama died. These are the things that come up. All right. The thing that comes up is they get a better offer for sure. So where somebody's asking, he says, uh, Chris and uh, Chris Hansen in the building. This first date has some awkward moments. Both seem to have strange, incorrect details about the other. A couple little weird things, you know, that didn't add up. Such as? He said, you told me you brought a lot of Victoria's Secret stuff to wear for me. And I said, no, I didn't. And then he was like, when is your trip? Somebody said, how did she get catfish? She didn't get catfish. Chris Anderson got catfish. Well, she kind of got catfish too, because if you watch the episode, there was a another woman in Canada 
that was communicating between Chris. I don't know how this worked, but they said there was another woman in Canada communicating between Chris Anderson's real profile and her. So the woman, I don't know, man. I don't know how they set it up and got the airline ticket and all of that, but it happened. I don't know. Maybe it was a cover by the whole thing here, but. Trip to Africa. And I was like, I'm not going on any trip. Like, what are you talking about? He's asking you weird questions, but you're shrugging it off. Just shrugging it off. Just like, okay, well, we're just messing around. Somebody says they lied to cover this up. I Yeah, it's because it, it's crazy. It's a crazy story, right? And one more miscommunication. Remember the guy who encouraged the visit and claimed to be Chris's buddy, Tom Taylor? I said, well, Tom said, he's like, who's Tom? It was and Epstein. Was like, Your best friend. And he was like, I don't know a Tom. A bizarre disconnect. He's Maybe the catfish. the NBA player has Paris confused with another woman. That's a big red flag. It was. I thought he was messing around when he was like, who's Tom? I was like, no. But you don't really connect any just, dots. Mm -mm. So they, they covering up for Chris, allegedly. They were strange, confusing little question marks that kind of peppered the weekend, but nothing so alarming that it tipped either of them off. Clearly, the weekend becomes a little bit more intimate. It, the weekend becomes a little bit more intimate. It wasn't just about sex at all. Oh, stop. Stop, stop, stop. All like we actually did stuff and watched movies and tv and then we we did stuff we watched movies and tvs and in between he was pushing her insides to her esophagus he went off to practice paris is having a ball snapping photos even selfies with hannibal the kitchen rec room and the nba players size 15 and a half sneakers she in the house bro she in the house with she's in the nba play okay so she's in the nba player's house remember what i keep telling you guys she got her feet there's her feet i don't think her feet are all that pretty but she's in the nba player's house and you're trying to get a date to take her to denny's she canceled five dates to get to this date. Come on, man. Then Anderson's mysterious best pal, Tom Taylor, checks in, wondering how things are going. He's like telling me, go take a picture of this. Go take a go put his hat on, you know? And it's like, I remember being like, I'm not going to go through the guy's Yeah, her stuff. feet look like kids' point, feet. Considering Tom a friend. Yeah, a friend. Or is he? Okay, so if you guys want to watch that show, um, I'll leave it. I'll leave a link in here just so they can see the double, triple catfish or maybe a potential cover up of the original story. But the point being made, the point being made, I feel bad because Generation Z, and this is what older dating coaches need to understand Generation Z now has access to the men that once were not accessible. Okay. I've said that before. At one point, this woman would have to get to the publicist, stay, stay at a restaurant long enough with 50 other women and so forth and so on. Now, all they could do is get to the player Snapchat. Uh, the story that we told you about the Dodgers baseball player who uh, basically got tagged in an Instagram story. And then he replied, and that's how he got the girl to come to his house. So people are saying these women that you see are fours. But here's the problem. Fours are the women that you're saying are fours are literally still getting access to top tier women. 
okay? The women that you think are fours are still getting their insides pushed to their esophagus by men that are way better than you, okay? And to which now, how do you compete? They now have access. All they got to do is get in the DM. All that person has to do is wait and hope that person checks the DM. All right, and this is where the trouble is going to start. So this is where it pushes from 80-20 uh, to now 90-10. Some people are saying 95-5. And, and somebody just mentioned this. It doesn't matter where the girl is, right? It used to be you had to be in L.A. You had to be in Chicago. You had to be in New York. You had to be in Atlanta. Now you don't. You can get flued out, as they say. You can literally get flued out from anywhere you are. You're in Kansas City. The woman's in Kansas City. The player wants them. They'll do it. There was a video that I just did on that where the woman was in the airport, and she said, guess who just flew me out to Tennessee? And she put the number up of the player. I think I just did a video of that on Ask Coach Greg App. No, no, I did it on my main channel. I'll show it real quick, and then I'll do Super Chats, and then we'll close down the show probably. I don't know. Flow show. The slow show. Where is the Coach Greg Adams channel? Hey, we used to do a lot of stuff over there. <laughs> I miss that channel. All right, let's see here. Uh, let's see there. There it is. This is the this is the video. Is this the video right here? Oh no, I gotta go. I gotta skip up here. So this is the video I was talking about. TikTok guess the sports. So let's play a game, TikTok. Guess the sports player who flew me out tonight to F him. That's what the caption says. Player who flew me out tonight to F him. And she put 22. Put number 22 up. Now, these people could be capping. They could be, but I, not in today's day. Not today's day, guys. They can get easily flewed up. Let's play, let's play a game. Which sports player flew me out to F him tonight? Talk guess the sports player who flew me out tonight to fuck him. Okay, there you go. There's your girls right there. there. There's your girls. There's your boo. There's your future wife. There's your. And that's you. They're, they're, yeah, they're always telling. And that's um, also, these are the girls that, uh, you know, uh, their future wives. These are the girls that would never do that. We're not like that. Um, there's another woman here. And I the brains out of a famous NFL player. That boy do a lot more positions than just on the field. <laughs> so I'm at the bar trying to order my vodka soda and all of a sudden everybody turns around like, oh my God, oh my God, do you see who's walking in? He said, I'm in town until Monday morning. Do you want to do something tomorrow night? So he takes me to the Capitol Grill. We got to the elevator of my apartment. And he starts making out with me on the elevator, and it was go time. Homeboy still Snapchats me to this day. Their Snapchat. She just said two things. She said, um, she said something else in Snapchat that I but there it is, guys. And that's my story. So um, fair use for the Coach Greg Adams channel. Hey, Coach Greg Adams, do not flag that video. <laughs> do not flag that video, coach. Uh, let's do the super chats now for real. Capital Grill, blah, blah, blah. I F the brains out of him, blah, blah, blah. Oh, by the way, your black soup athletes are banging on a whole bunch of flatbacks, all right? Don't think they ain't out there doing them. Flatbacks out there are out presenting themselves. Dreamcatcher, shout out to you. Leaf says so. Says, I already got that one. Mimic the second. Did you see where Victoria's Secret has a model worth 
uh, a model with Down syndrome, he said just terrible. Also, the FBI has launched a specialized cryptocurrency unit. Oh. It's crazy. Crazy, 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 man. Uh, Victoria's Secret with Down Well, Victoria's Secret is done. Victoria's secretions, it's done. There's no even need to even talk about them anymore. Uh, and somebody says, yeah, flatbacks are brave. They will literally, they'll roll up on you. They'll roll up on you. If they know you got money, they'll give access. This is why a lot of y'all don't get flatbacks. <laughs> y'all don't get no flatbacks because y'all ain't got no money. I got money. They are elusive. They know when you broke. Most of the time, they know when you broke. They be like, don't mess with him. VIP section early. Black Fro says black uh, basketball players be in slides, socks, and sweats. That's what they are on the basketball campus, too. Yeah. So gear. You can tell with the gear. They be in the slide, socks, and sweats. Yep. That is definitely it. Uh, a gold slogger says, send me that Amazon's coach. I'm six foot five, 260. I fold Amazons for fun. Why the buzzer? I got money. He just going to say, hey, for you, shout out to you. Six foot five. Um, I had a roommate that was six foot four from Sweden. She was six four. She probably still is six four. But uh, she was from Sweden. She was six foot four. You know what I mean? She's an Amazon for real. Um, nice, too. She was super nice. She was like a puppy dog eyes, always looking at me, puppy dog. She didn't have a car, and I had a car. <laughs> and she would be like, she'd be hungry. So I knew when her ass was hungry, I would walk in the door, and she'd be looking at me like this. <laughs> puppy dog eyes. Imagine a big six four girl. And she wasn't ugly. She wasn't like... Like just chunky, like she she was pretty strongly built, like a nor, nor, Nordic Viking girl, and so she had these blue eyes and this blonde hair. It wasn't even blonde; it was like dirty blonde. It wasn't even like blonde blonde. And she would just be looking at, she'd be looking at me with puppy dog eyes, and I'd be like, "What do you want? <laughs> Can you take me to go get food?" <laughs> she was cool as hell, though. And I'm like, all right, come on. Then she figured out. She like, I better go find me a man. All right. Because he 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 making me work. She couldn't even deliver no peace leave off to me. I'd be like, nah, don't give me no peace leave. You pay the rent. Nah, she would never stand over me with puppy dog eyes. She would always be sitting down. She would make sure she's sitting down to give me the puppy dog eyes. All right. She would never stand up over me. All right. So anyway. Motor Surf says junior college and twins, CGA's favorite. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Somebody said. All right. Uh, cheap drum hack says, You killing me, coach? I'm going to have to start acting right and wife the two broke girls the F up. Give you the buzzer. You like the girl? Which one do you want? The sloppy yogurt? Yeah, she had some big feet, too, bro. She was a big, she was just a big human being. All right, uh, Terrell Clark, Terrell, Terrell Clark says, hey, coach, met a girl. I remarked how chill she was. She said, oh, I'm on medication, bipolar. She then proceeded to tell me that she opened a Prawn Hub account for three months and spent her 60K life savings. I said, wow, is the, is the link up? Wow, wow, wow. Hey, man, I'm really trying to help you guys out. You guys better check medicine cabinets. You guys got to know, man, I think um, people have bad spending habits. Oh, man, that's crazy. 
bipolar or they need therapy. You guys got to ask questions out here. That is nuts. They do stuff like that. They they not not all of them, but they do stuff like that. And you're like, why are you broke? You got a job, and they do crazy stuff like that. So they so she, Jesus. And they then they be calling you broke and dusty. Chris Davis says Fresno State twins have NLIs with WWE. If they go, we'll be at NST together. Already got the twins funds set aside. All right, shout out to you. Wow. So they have an NLL with the, let me see, what was their name? The Cavender? Cavender. So let's see all of their NLIs, NILs. Uh, Let's see here. Look, they're featured in Forbes magazine. Like, what is Fresno State's basketball record? Like, does that even matter? (laughs) Jesus. They're in Forbes magazine. And all they did was wake up, go to sleep, wake up, and Mother Nature blessed them with the genetic profile of what people like. All right, get this ad up already. That's all that happened. They didn't do nothing, all right? They may have practiced a little bit, but how many women's basketball players are there? There are a lot. Cavender twins flex their muscles as entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs with the latest NIL, NIL deal. As a man, as a man, you think it's hard right here? Here it is right here. Boost Mobile. Uh, right here, six star nutrition, fantasy sports app sleeper, champs in East Bay, and even the World Wrestling Federation or entertainment. Then they co founded a new streetwear clothing line, clothing company called Baseline Team, and they're 21. Whoa, he says, We gave them 20% of the company for a couple of reasons. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. She says here, they get 10000 to make a post on, I don't know what which one, but good luck with your 10K. This is the, this is the new, this, guys, women are monetized. And so what are you going to bring them? Remember when I tell you, remember when I tell you, Holding your Johnson ain't enough any day anymore where you could just say, but I'm going to give you this Johnson. Girls are like, Mm. ladies, tell them, man, Johnson ain't enough. Where these dudes be like, no, man, I don't pay, man. I just give them this Johnson. You're talking about straggle daggles. More than likely, you're messing with straggle daggles. All right. You ain't messing with no real women that got nothing going on. Johnson is not enough. It is not enough. You're going to need to have over and above now. Shout out to Chris Davis on that one. Y'all just jump in the window with just salami in your hand. Pause like, yeah, man, I out here getting. No, you're messing with straggle daggle street rats. Street fighter says, coach, you were right about the women choosing. Had a coworker ask me out today. I don't date coworkers, though. She's trying to get. Got to get my bag and run. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. A hundred percent. Um, they choosing now. Choosing. Uh, uh, and they're not even ashamed anymore. It's not even, it's not the same. Uh, Sheldon Ross, LOL coach, uh, got hit with some soggy yogurt a couple of days ago. Man, that stuff these girls wear to hide that stuff is not cool. Yep. <laughs> yeah, man. 
And I'm telling you, man, sometimes, man, you get it and you just be like, wow, what a shame. I mean, that stuff is very deceptive. Clothing is very deceptive, man. They do a good job of doing that. Yes, galleywags, hood boogers. Don't, don't, don't try to fool me out here. Art Dog says, Coach, I needed you 20 years ago. You would have saved me a lot of meat, and we have to add paws out of there at the end of that. For sure. Skeezers, too. Yeah, skeezers, too. Uh, but, yeah, man, we, we're trying to save the next generation of Gen Z. Now, if there's anyone that disagrees with me, let me know. Somebody says you're wrong. I got Super Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I wrong? Because, look, Generation X and Boomers, you have no clue. I think you're out. It's, it's because I'm out here putting my hands and a little bit more on Generation Z girls. Like, I'm active. A lot of guys aren't even active. Like, they don't even know. They don't have a clue. They're just going to be like, no, 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 no. Just stay with the tried and true methods. I'm like, if you ain't been out at the club with them, if you ain't been out there uh, fly them in, flying them in, if you ain't been on Seeking, like, how, do you, how are you giving? I, and I also said this. If you ha- if they haven't been on dating apps, because I'll hear a dating coach. Oh, no, man, I've never been on a dating app. I'm like, how are you giving dating advice? <laughs> and you haven't tried a dating app. Like, please, please, look. And this is why I joined on the SA. I, this is why I joined it, because I'm like, I'm out here giving advice to men. I have to know. And I was like, thank God I did. But you can't be a dating coach and say, nah, man, I ain't never been on a dating app. No, no, no. You're going to have to go on there and know what's going on. You're going to have to know the ins and outs of it. You're going to have to deconstruct it. That's like saying I know how to fix cars, but I don't know how to fix. I ain't never worked on a car. Okay. I'm an expert at fixing cars, but I, I make sure cars don't break down. Yo, man, it is nuts. No, you got to be active. You got to be out there with these people. Because young men are going to ask you something. Because young men didn't have nightclubs like you had nightclubs. Night, young guys don't have access to women like you had access to women. Where they didn't have all this reach across the world. Like, you know, these girls, they have reach across the world. You didn't have that. So how are you giving advice to them? You have to be, you have to participate. You got to get your head bashed in. You got to be out there getting, figuring out Snapchat. These people don't even, they're giving you dating advice and don't even know how to work Snapchat. How? How can you advise a man? No, man, get her number or nothing else. Okay. You sound like an old ass man. That's like the, that's like if we were getting dating advice and the old man that was giving us advice said, you know what you do? You get your rotary phone out. (laughs) And then when you hear the boop, Boop, boop. You wait. She's washing her hair. Just wait. Call her back again. Her mama's on the phone. (laughs) Get your rotary phone out. That's like if we took dating advice and we're just getting in cell phones and you got a rotary going. Nah, man, get the damn cell phone out the way. You don't need no damn cell phone or pager. Get the damn rotary phone and get with that long-ass extension cord. Cordless phone, hell no. You know what you do is you get binoculars and you climb up a tree. And then you, you know what you do? You sing doo-wop right in front of her window. That's what you do. That's like, that. that's what dating coaches f- sound like that are active right now. I'm like, you ain't tell what the hell? 
You know what you do? You page her 911. You beep her 911 or call her on her cell phone, and then she'll call you back to see what she's going to tell you. <laughs> Come on, man. The 90s are gone, man. If you're a dating coach, what I would tell you, if you're a young man, listen to me. If you're a young man and your dating coach hasn't been on, because if you're 21 and you're asking them, and he hasn't been on Seeking, Tinder, Bumble, he hasn't been active. He hasn't slid his salami in the Generation Z girl. I want you to stop following that dating coach immediately. Stop following them immediately. If they don't even know, ask them for their Snapchat and look at their Snapchat score. If their Snapchat score is less than 1,000, stop following them. <laughs> you ain't got no Snapchat. Oh, shit, you ain't talked to no woman. Your dating coach is telling you, man, this is what your dating coach, this is the advice your dating coaches are telling you right now. All right, this is what your dating coach is like man get off instagram instagram is no way to talk to people all right come on man y'all gotta keep it real man let's keep it real es instrumental says love your blue chip mindset series and the edutainment and the knowledge you provide thank you sir appreciate you man blue chip mind blue chip mindset is gonna take off for sure all right in 2022 and 2023 Cody Marshall, the goal today is to become the 1% nowadays. I was a baller. I got money. Yeah, you got to be right now, man. Boy, I was, again, I was in South Coast today. But, uh, the recession is not hitting some people. <laughs> the rich are getting richer. They was in there spending ducats. They were spending all their money. I saw flatbacks, dudes, flatbacks walking in with husbands. Yep, we'll buy up the whole damn crate and barrel. We want this. We want that. They got money. I got money. <laughs> Meanwhile, everybody else struggling. All right. In, in this day and age, the rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer. You're, you're, you're trying to make ends meet, but the people who, who, who got money and the, that were in prime position, they're fine, man. They're fine. And they're even better financially. So you need to start now getting, getting ahead. And stop dating BBWs for real. Like, look. If that's what you're going to do, eventually what's going to happen is the, the, there's the poll right there. <laughs> there's the poll. I'm going to just let you know this is a blue chip mindset thing. The BBW, I know you like them. I know they. you might be getting good roars on them, but this, that's a poor man's drink. That's like when you go in and you order white lightning. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got that white lightning. You go in there, you order some moonshine. You go in and you order Henny. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, I see. You're one of those. <laughs> At some point, you got to get, get that out of your system. The reason why you have that in your system, it's like when you go to the when you go to the to the Kona store and you get sunflower seeds and pork rinds. You know what I mean? That that's telling you, you know, you, you probably shouldn't eat that. You know what I mean? Stop going to 7-Eleven and getting pork rinds. You're used to that. 
but you know, that's not an elite food. You got to start eating real food, not fried pork rinds. <laughs> ripple. Yeah, for sure. You order getting some them black and miles and getting some ripple. You got to stop drinking that. Uh, what was it called? Four locos. Stop getting slim jims and eating beef jerky. Let's let's level up, man. Let's start finding some real food and going to different restaurants. Stop going to Applebee's two for twenties. Let's start the BBW. It's a temporary phase. It's a phase. It's a phase that you can get in easy access, but now it's going to get tougher for you. But if you settle for there, bro, I'm telling you, man, at some point this, you're going to get exposed. <laughs> Four locos back out here. It's kind of like when I see, never mind, uh, Cody Marshall. I, yeah, Cody Marshall said it. the goal is to try to get up, right? You got to get up here. Michael S. says, hey, intuition coach. He says, heads up that YouTube stops sending notifications for when you go live. They are in their feelings and can't handle these facts. Well, I I, I see it, man. It is what it is. I don't, you know, I'm fine with it. It is what it is. I, I can't do anything. Channels like this don't get top billing. I mean, you got to be on the in crowd. You got to know what's up. Um, and there's certain things you could do, like live streams. Typically, you know, they don't get monetized until if I do ask for monetization, it's days later after the views already went down. So I don't get you don't get like um, by the time it's suggested, it's outdated information. Right. So people don't look at it. Oh, two and a half hours for something that was four weeks ago. So. <clears throat> typically, that's what happens with live streams. The way to do it, if you really want to build a channel, you got to. um. You got to do short videos and often. Shorter form videos and often. That's how you're going to build your subscribers up. You're going to get monetization. And you got to do it a lot. But I'm past that phase. I'm past that phase. Like, uh, I may go back to it at one point, but I'm past that phase. If you're just starting a channel and you want to gain momentum, don't start with live streams. Don't start with live streams. Your ass better perfect the art of edit. Get monetized before you post. And put that ish out and be controversial. All right, let me see here. Das Token says, flat backs are always a green flag. Flat backs for the win. You guys, I'm telling you, let's, we'll do this. Because the poll right now, do wealthy men prefer flat backs over bubble butts? So right now we have 66 to 34. All right, so what we'll do is we'll do a field trip. Shorts are not short video, not shorts. You can't get monetized, but I'm talking about short videos, eight to 10 minutes. Um, but uh, let's go to Ruth. Let's go to any upper scale restaurant. This is what we'll do. And then we'll go to we'll go to Cracker Barrel. <laughs> OK, let's go to upscale resta restaurants. Then we'll go to Applebee's Cracker Barrel. Um, What was the one? You know, we'll we'll, we'll do that. Chili's. TGI Fridays. So then we'll go to Roof Chris, Mastro's, Fleming's. And let me tell you what you're going to see. All right. You're going to hit Waffle House over here. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Cracker Barrel, Red Lobster, Applebee's, TGI Fridays, and Waffle House. Then over here, we'll go to, we'll go to Roof Chris, Fleming's, Houston's, Mastro's. I'm going to, I guarantee you. The body mass index is going to be extremely different. You're going to see in the wealthy restaurants, 
not that many damn flatbacks. I mean, I'm sorry, not that many damn bubble belts. There will be very few. But then when you go over to Red Lobster, that's what you're going to see. Now, tell me if that, that's all the evidence you need. Go to Wendy's. Somebody says, depend on what city, coach. All right, you got to take out Atlanta. You have to take out Atlanta. Atlanta's not, Atlanta's not uh, a normal city to use as a measuring stick. Atlanta's like a Mecca. You know, Atlanta, you got to always remove Atlanta. But go in. I guarantee you, man, there's you literally it's 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 flatbacks over here, maybe slim thicks over here and bubble butts, BBWs and everybody over there. Red Lobster, there's there's bubble butts and straggle daggles and tiger claws and BBWs (laughs) over there is going to be flatback and slim thicks. What city would not have that? Yeah, somebody says Atlanta. He says in general, I'm right though. Yeah, Atlanta, you have to kind of remove Atlanta from the, and then maybe Houston, but Houston has enough kind of mixed demographics where you're going to be able to see it. You go over there to the Golden Corral, where it's going to be there. That same group is not going to be at Houston's. They're not going to be at Fleming's. That same group will never be over there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, go to go with a a barbecue. Uh, what is it? The Brazil barbecue, Brazilian barbecue, where they come over and they be like, "You want some more meat? You shaving off meat?" I guarantee you, it's not going to be BBWs. <laughs> they probably want to go there, but it's an expensive plate. Remember, I showed you that video. He was like, the dude was like, "Look on the corner, there's a church's chicken and a Popeyes chicken. Who gonna be over there?" That's when you know, you know the demographic. There ain't gonna be no flatbacks. There's going to be no flatbacks at Popeyes and churches. Zero. There will not be one flatback that run in there. If she is, she's going to be. Oh, my goodness. All right. So, anyway, the, the point has been made on this one. Das Token says flat. Oh, I got you there. Uh, go, Cody Marshall says, I'm concerned that girls like this will be missing. I would venture to say that a lot of these girls that do go missing probably do stuff like this. All right. Um, Unsullied Jewel says, I am throwing in the towel. I will wait for Seg's robots. He's like, I'm done. He's like, I'm done. He can't, you know, like, how do you, how do you compete? How do you compete when, when this is what's going on? You have to find another way. And my way is leverage. I mean, because or strat or engulf yourself in straggles because eventually what you're going to fall for is you're going to you're going to meet the girl that says i'm not like none of these girls in my generation now this is where you're going to get finessed like hell and this is the problem if you're a lady and you're watching me the problem is you're going to say this you're going to play coochie games with this guy Let's go ahead and run it. And if he loves you, he's going to understand that. But if you playing with a nigga who already got options, coochie game's not going to work. Mm-mm. What will work with a guy who has so many options? Nothing. So she's going to figure out you have no options. She's going to be like, okay, I can play coochie games with him. And I can send him along. I can finesse him. I can bait and switch. Blah, blah, blah. All of these things. 
And then you're going to be like, wow, I found the unicorn. I found the one. I found the one Generation Z girl that aren't isn't like the rest of these girls. And she's giving me a chance. I'm going to say good luck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's all I got to say. Good luck. All, all, all you got to do now, because I'm sure somebody's just going to say, just alpha your way through it and hold masculine frame. Oh, boy. Just hold on for the ride. And then you're going to fall in love with her ass and she's going to stomp all over that. Sh all right. At the first sight of somebody that gives that that's a little bit. It is what it is, guys. I found a unicorn. Any woman that says from this generation, this is going to be tough for you guys, but this is a real pill. If she's from Gen Z or a young millennial and she says she's not like any of these girls or she says, where are you meeting these girls or. I don't know girls like that. I can't believe these girls are doing this. She. In about two, two, what do they call it? Um, they call it um, two degrees of separations. You will find that she knows one of the biggest 304s in her city. And she probably kicked it with her. She probably was a roommate with her. She probably was a road dog with her. She probably rode deep with her. She probably was best friends at her. She probably was the bridesmaid at their wedding. But she's going to be like, I can't believe girls are like this. She's going to be like, act like she ain't never heard of a girl doing any of these stuff. All right. And then you'll find out, wait a minute, hold up. Wait, that's your friend? Oh, yeah, yeah. We were tight in high school and college. But I'm not like her, though. Trust me. I just was always ashamed of what she was doing. She saw her doing it. Not only did she saw her do it, she probably participated in it a little bit. All right. Don't act, don't act silly now. Everything's caught on camera. Juan, Jose, coach, what about young girls that seduce older men? That happens all the time. Absolutely. That's one of the weird things about um, the dynamic is younger girls do seduce older men. Uh, but, you know, you got to be the one to turn it down, you know, because you're the one that they're depending on. You're the adult in the situation, right? Yeah, it's the catch-22 because they always can lean on, well, I didn't know. But in this situation here is a prime example. Um, she was 17, the woman in the, the Chris Anderson story. And let me just tell you, she had experience before she got there. I want you to think about that. See. What 17, like in your mind, what 17-year-old girl? Let me see if I can paraphrase this. Or let me see if I can say it so that. Remember for you old heads in the building. For you old heads, remember there was a time where young kids would be awkward around adults. They possibly were awkward around 27, 28-year-old people. If the person was over the age of 35 and they were a teenager, they were completely awkward around the person. Like, they couldn't have eye contact with the person. They couldn't hold a conversation with the person. Like, they were completely, like, out of the... Now, it's not like that. They, they're choosing. They're, they're, they're 15, 16, 17, and they're already comfortable. So by the time they're 18, 19, and 20, they're already comfortable getting flown out. They're already comfortable sitting across from a 40-something-year-old man 
asking for money. My, there's a car alarm going off, of course, during my show. They're already comfortable doing this. Like I have girls sit across from me, 19, 20, 21, 22, fully comfortable sitting around uh, meeting me in public, a stranger, and then having conversation with them, coming to the crib. It's, it's a different time, guys. It is a way different time. And your dating coaches that don't have any experience with that, I wouldn't trust the word they say. It's outdated as hell. <laughs> I live in the projects. Of course, I'm telling you, that damn thing's going to go on all night right now. What the hell? Nobody steal cars. Check IDs, check passports. And remember I told you, when you're on Tinder, you're probably seeing, if you set your ages parameters to 18 to 25, you're probably seeing high school kids on Tinder. You're probably seeing the, uh, some of high school kids on Tinder. You guys got to really, really be careful out here because they're already exploring this. They're, they're in their room swiping while their parents aren't even checking their phone. Of course, nobody comes out. This is crazy. Um, so they're ready to have these conversations. This is crazy, man. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Senior Oral says, I think Coach will flag your YouTube video. Give that channel the buzzer. He says, let them horses run free. Shout out to the Coach gang. Yes, indeed, sir. Yes, indeed. Now, of course, they're not coming out. Turn that damn thing off before I throw a brick through it. Come on, man. Yeah, I will flag this own video, right? Um, Michael Metro, the fourth, likes are free. You can't hear the alarm? Okay, good. Freddie, this microphone, literally, you have to be close to it to even hear it. So watch this. So if you're further away, you really can't. I mean, you really have to be up on this microphone. So you sometimes can't hear it. Um, Freddie Frappuccino, they'll pay $300 to $500 to fly an XX out, but still argue they ain't tricking clown music. 100%. Oh. Yeah. And, I, and one more bit of information for the guys who say they, they are, oh, it went off. Thank God. Finally. The rock. Uh, so. <laughs> uh, the guys that argue against tricking what I want to tell you guys something. Your, your, the, your men with your fame, your most favorite athlete, some of your favorite rappers, some of your favorite musicians, some of your favorite actors. Some of the men that are worth a lot of money that make $500,000 a year and up, they are throwing money at girls. <laughs> they, are they are throwing $30 at them, $50 at them, $250 at them, $500. What I'm saying is we live in a new time. You're going to be behind the eight ball. You're going to be like, that girl? That girl's getting money thrown at her? Yes, she is. I know you can be mad at that, but it is the reality of the situation. It's the reality. Uh, the supposed move, new video with Future, everybody's saying that he's really spending $3 million a year on women. He probably is. Who knows? But the future is, is let's deal with this reality-wise. I know there's a lot of male ego in here, 
well, I don't pay in this trick. And the reality is this is the trick marketplace. And the reason why is because hoes are choosing and they have access and they there's no limits. There's no more borders. Like there used to be a border. You can't cross the United States. It was impossible. Like going overseas to get paid, to get doo-dooed on, that, that was impossible. Now it's highly possible. And the Sheik has the same Instagram you got. The Sheik got the same Instagram you got and is checking in with the same 304s you're following. A girl in our time, you male ego guys, a girl in our time was only restricted by her high school or college community. If she went to Michigan State or she went to some school in Michigan and then went to Michigan State, that's all she knew. She couldn't even possibly know somebody at another school. If she did, it was like, hey, do you know so-and-so? But now a girl can go from high school and have a massive following of people, end up on college, hundreds of thousands of followers, and access to every male at, across every school across the country. You see what I'm saying? So it's much different than the guys that are like, not me. I refuse. Okay. There's a network going on that people are literally just literally closing their eyes to. Well, not me. I refuse to pay. Your ass is going to be out. You're going to be out of the marketplace. I'm sorry. For every woman that's a five and above, you're out. You're going to be banging on straggle daggles the rest of your life. If you're lucky. The marketplace is worldwide. And dudes that got money got access to the same girls you got access to. Like, you can't just be like, oh, these are my high school girls. These are girls from my high school. Nobody knows about them. She. Oh, these are girls from my colleges. They only going to date men at our college. She. <laughs> she. It's crazy, man. People, but people refuse to see it. Okay, you don't have to participate. I'm not telling you to participate. You ain't got to participate. But good luck. <laughs> he says, no, coach, just go to the mall and talk to a girl. Man, <laughs> I, I know you're messing around. But the days where you can go to the mall and the girl was just waiting, waiting. Maybe a guy will talk to me. She goes to the mall to shop. With the money she got from somebody else. She goes to the mall to shop with her own money. She don't need you. And she don't need you to talk. You run up on her. She looking at you like, what? The hell you want? <laughs> she like this, look. She in her phone like this. All right, let me check my DMs. Let me check my Snapchat. Oh, this dude over there, this basketball player from Michigan State, DM me. Who cares about him? He riding the bench. All right, who over there? And then you walk up on him. Huh? What? <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> Shit. Uh, take my Snapchat. Jesus. Uh, let's see here. Sono Jono, leave them BBWs to the whack game artists that they preach getting nines and tens in the club, gentlemen. Get your money up. Shout out to the coach gang. Yep. 
I think that happened to a, a dating coach one time. Then, then we saw one of the girls he paraded out, and she was she was super thick. I was like, it's like she was like almost on the border of fat. I was like, that's the girls you've been bragging about getting, bro. I was like, damn, I could be a dating coach. I was smashing them too. I thought we was talking about nines and tens. All right. I tuned in to hear about the nines and tens, bro. Not sixes. <laughs> I'm not saying who I'm talking about either. <laughs> I'm trying to find this video I was watching. So anyway. <laughs> For real, though, they be parading them around. Look what I got. And I'm sitting there like. That's what you talking about getting and not paying for? Jesus. I should have been a dating coach because I'm out here throwing away girls like this. No, nah, I'm like, throw, those are throwaways for me. Them ain't even layups for me. <laughs> anyway, because again, let's look at the poll. If they're over, if they're thick, borderline, busted Pillsbury biscuit can or bordering on obese and, and super duper thick, again, that's poor people's drinks. That's the drink of poor people. That's the drink of choice of poor people. Okay. Not poor, but you know what I mean? Like men that got status and, but they not, they not parading that around. They are not parading that around. Trust me. So what you have is access to sixes. It's okay though. <laughs> That's what you got. You got access to sixes. And so you have a perfect system to get you a string of sixes. So I want guys to understand that for a lot of you guys, yeah, they be good. But what I'm saying is they be good for a lot of people. The reason why they're good is because they have to be good. They're very, they're very proficient because they have to be. Uh, Sigma. Sigma, the Prince, say, Coach, the benefits uh, to getting with a flat back is that when the couch is, wait, when the coach is bent over, the peach is right there, there's for easy access. Or the when the coach is bent over or when she's bent over, the couch, the peach is right there, easy access. That's the benefit for sure. Yeah, it'd be right there. Like they barely bend over and it'd be like, oh, it's right there. There it is. You ain't got to fondle with it. I wouldn't get graphic here, but you guys know what I'm talking about with them big booty girls. You got to fall. <laughs> you got to feel around, rub around, throw flour on areas to see where the wet spot is. You got to just, where is it? Because you can't see it. You can't look down and see it. You got to be like. <laughs> Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Wait, hold on for a second. Hold on. <laughs> All right, hold on for a second. Let me see exactly where I'm trying to aim here. Powder all over it. Uh, younger retired, no cap. He says, sorry for absence, paying toll uh, to be swole. Pays, paying the toll to be swole. Shout out to the relentless attitude. Oh, yeah, shout out to him. I think I had him on my show one time. Did I not? What did this? What was his name before that? You know I'm bad with names. What was this? He says, got a lip. I'm telling you, it is what it is. Uh, 
what was my man Relentless Attitude's name? He had a different name. Uh, Mr. Swole. He had a name like that. Swole. Swole Fitness. Swole. I see I'm trip. I'm, I'm, um, I see I'm delayed up here. I, Swole Alpha. Swole Alpha. That was his name. So I think he changed his name to Relentless Fitness. Shout out to him. Uh, Swole Alpha. Shout out to him. Um, viewer Discretionary Affairs says, Coach, I love my biscuit, busted Pillsbury biscuit cans. I know, man. I, I, man, I'm telling you, they, they are there for service. But what I'm telling you is this. They, they, they are good. Sometimes they're good at what they do. Sometimes they're very sexual and they have a very steep history because they can't just leave with their beauty and leverage that. Right. So they have to be they're in a level where it's like, you know, they got to go and perform and they get access to talk. So what happens is this, though. If you roll in in good circles. You're going to bring that woman around, and I'm not saying that you should just care about. What other people think. But. You can't be. No one's going to take you serious. Is it seriously? No one's going to take you seriously. Unless you live in an environment where that is prevalent, a.k.a. Houston or Atlanta. Or you live in a community where you're you're bougie, you're around bougie people. But no one's going to take you seriously. You're going to lose a chink of respect. And this game, this game is about getting to that level. Right? This game is about putting yourself in that level. And you're gonna go, you're gonna get in the right circle of people because this is what manhood is about. It ain't just about alpha and your way through it and uh-huh, and Neanderthal and then banging broads. All right. That it, that's low level thinking. That's low vibration. That's low vibration. So not saying that you will never have you will stop having women like that, but as you're leveling up as a man and as a free agent, you're exposed to this and you go. And that's who you, that's who representing you. That's who has your last name. That woman represents you. And then you take her over to Maui. And then she, you just like, you, you're going to, you, you're going to bump down a level. You're going to get bumped down. And, and that's what life's about. That's what life's about. It's equivalent to, of course, men always compare women to cars. It's not a fair comparison. Women hate that. But what women have to understand is men love cars and women. So we got to put them in. Okay, you're in a circle. Everybody has a BMW M, Mercedes E-Class, or AMG Mercedes, Porsche, and then here your ass come with the Nissan Altima. You're probably not going to be invited to do things with the group after a while. Okay? After a while, they may like, do not pull that shit up to our spot. If they do invite you, park that shit way down there. Do not park up because we're taking a photo. We're doing a drone aerial shot. I don't want your junk jalopy all up in my photo. Do not park that stuff here. You're going to drive up to their security gate and then your stuff going to be coughing. <coughs> your car going to be coughing all the way up to breaking down. Oh, I need to put some oil. Or you're going to park in their parking lot and your car's going to drip oil in their parking lot. 
or in their parking space. Right? See, their cars don't drip oil. <laughs> their cars don't break down. They break down and they got a backup car. Okay? And they, their assistant drops off, drops them off to drop their car off to service at the dealership. Their car don't leak oil and got oil spots all in the driveway. Okay, but yours does. And they're like, man, did you leak oil all up in my damn driveway? What the hell is this? You see what I mean? So this is what happens. You want to level up as a man. You also got to look at who represents you. So you're trying to level up, but you out here still with straggle daggles. You're out here with lower hanging fruit. These people aren't bad people. Sure, she performs great in bed. But if you're taking them out, if you're being seen with them, if she going on a trip with you, if you're being seen with her, you're walking in the mall, they're going to be looking at your ass like, hmm, I see you got another pog with you. <laughs> you seem to have an affinity for these pog. You see what I mean? But pogs are going to be good for you. They have a warm bed. They're a warm bed. I'm not saying they're bad, but I'm just saying as a guy. <laughs> you rolling in a circle and you want to roll with people uh, that um, that are doing stuff with their life. You cannot do that. You can't do it. And what you might have to do is <laughs> which which what you might. Yeah, because that person always tell you, man. Your wife has your last name. That's your name. Uh, that She represents you. Your children represent you. The women you are out seen in public with represent you. They are a direct representation of you. And if you're going to accept it, it's called class. <laughs> exactly. If you're going to accept it and say, no, nah, this is good because she gives me an erection and she makes me erupt and she's sloppy with it. Okay. I'm not I'm not against that. I mean, I'd be messing with pogs too. But they ain't seen with my ass. You ain't gonna catch me outside with one. And you ain't gonna my neighbors ain't gonna see one coming in the crib. <laughs> my neighbors ain't gonna see one walking down the street with me holding hands with one. She ain't going to see me at the mall shopping with one. Eating eating Subway sandwiches with the damn mustard and the, and the mayonnaise all in the corner of her mouth. That's how I look at it. And, and, and I'm past the point of just selecting on, you know, uh, on, on uh, carnal desires. Carnal desire is great, but I'm not going to be out here just messing around just to get carnal desire pogs are great i tell you but uh after a while they're gonna be like mm. with a tattoo on her ankle she walking around there with them pale thick old legs with tattoo on her ankle tattoo all on her calf you're gonna get you're gonna get chinked down in the social strata in the class warfare that we have you're gonna get a chink down <laughs> he said, damn, nobody would have told me this, coach. Uh, one thing that you got to get is this is why there's a term called trophy wife. There's a term called trophy wife. Why? Because this person represents a win. He was able to have a class. He was able to win this person 
over for some reason. And this person represent him. So when he parades now, you can be bad at this if you want. You can be like, this is goofy, you know, whatever. But 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 trophy wives tend to look a certain way. They don't have the and then if your wife ain't trophy, they're gonna let your ass know about it. All right. They're gonna be like, ooh. There's nothing wrong with a pog. No, as long as she inside and not being seen. I, I just, you know, it, it, it's nothing wrong with a pog. But pogs tend to overly be like, they tend to tend to carry on with their pogness and be like, okay, I'm going to get a tattoo on my thigh. And I'm going to get the long, scratchy fingernails. And I'm going to... Big hoop earrings. Then it, then it goes overboard. Then if she would have just maintained and been an average pog, she would have been all right. That's side chick material. <laughs> when you go out and your ass get on, you get you get on. <laughs> when you get on the airplane and you you get in first class and she start acting the ass because she ain't got no class. What happened? You the one brought her. Do a stream on pogs. Uh, the pogs are mad about at me right here. But let, let me let me just say again one one more time. When have you seen them always? When have you seen them be trophy wise? When have you seen people chase? Uh, when have you seen higher class men, higher status men chase after them? Have you ever seen higher class men chase after them and make them trophy wise? I'll wait. I mean, you're gonna have exceptions to the rule. Alexis Texas. But I guarantee you, Alexis, Texas fan base is probably overly uh, rich Asian men over in Asia and black men. It's usually rappers. That's rap. That's the choice drink of rappers. Rappers and athletes. And one thing about one thing about um, somebody says pog stream. One thing about this mindset of what people would term the pog is that, and I'm not trying to. Uh, um, I'm not discriminating, but one thing about them is that if you had them sit there and chaw down on a, 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 a slab of ribs, she's going to not be a pog anymore. <laughs> this is what we have to understand. They're two slabs of ribs away from not being a pog anymore. She's going to be what? She's going to be more than a pog. So that's what you're playing with. You're playing with fire. She was thick. And now she's not, she's not considered thick anymore. She's more than thick. She's, she's a pog when you met her on date number one, two, and three, but now she went overboard. So be careful, be careful on this one. I'm just letting you guys know as men, I'm not judging the women. People are going to say, People are going to literally be like, I'm judging them or any of that. I'm not. But as a man, I'm telling you, you got to defeat that attitude. If you if you want to be going like go from here to here, you got to defeat that attitude. That's kind of like this. It's kind of like. um, It's kind of like, um, you know, older women, right? You're like when you're seen with older women versus if you're seen with a young woman and you're a middle aged man, what is the difference going to be? People are going to treat you differently. 
positively or negatively. They're immediately going to go, hmm, what is that about? But if they seen your ass with a 60-year-old woman and you're 46 and you just want to get your rocks off and they seen your ass in public, they'd be like, oh, he down bad. And they'd be right. You're down bad. But I've seen people do it. I've done it. And I knew I was down bad when I was walking out with that woman. I was like, damn, I'm down bad. Look at them. They looking at me. <laughs> yep, I'm down bad. Just because I wanted some loose skin and the bag of bones or whatever. But it happens. And then th that's what the judgment is. You, you're going to be embarrassed. You're going to know they laughing at you. You know, the rich dude's going to be laughing at you. <laughs> Look at that. We told you they'll take anything. Look at them. <laughs> you got to know. Oh, man. Everyone has struggles. For real, man. Hey, man. Look, I literally, remember, I'm, I'm, you, I'm one of you guys. I'm one of you guys. I'm not judging you. I, I was you. I am you. I've been through the same thing. And at some point, I had to go. I had to really check myself. I'm going, I'm tired of being looking down bad. I'm trying, I'm tired of looking down bad out here. These people out here are not good representations of me. And when you want competition anxiety, if you want to leg up, if you want people to respect you, you can't be running around there like that. You can't run around like that. All right. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to continue with the Super Chats. My man in Wheezy says, uh, guys, coach, giving y'all free game now. Women always tell on themselves through stories about their friends. Yep. She'll tell you how nasty she was and how she did this and how did. And guess what? When she was she was with him, she was doing this and that. All right. Oh, and, and there you go with Lizzo. How how often is Lizzo getting wifed up? How often do you see Lizzo with men that show their face? And she's Lizzo. Most of the men that she's with on her Instagram, the ones that I've seen, the men only are showing their bodies. They're not showing their faces. So you have to wonder, are these men hired to be there? What is it, what is it that these men don't want to show their face? All right. Why is it that the men don't want to show their face when they're there? But she's celebrating them. Look, I got all these men. All right. You see the BBW prawn? Them dude always got sunglasses, hats, do-rags, masks on when they smash them. The pogs and the BBWs. They don't want to be seen either. They enjoying it, you know, because that's what men want. But they already got, they always got a disguise on. Ski mask, sunglasses, hat backwards, big gold chain, a rabbit bunny mask, all that. The camera don't pan up to their face. You never see their face. <laughs> Dark room, blurred out face. <laughs> Why? Because they don't want to be known as the one trying to make $500 for this scene to go. Timberland boot. Ashy toes. They got their socks on and everything. Right? White brothers always got socks on. Hey, brothers, take your socks off and put some lotion on your feet. All right. Colin Bird says in Scotland, you can marry. Wait, you can marry and have kids vote and smoke by age 16 here. Okay, well, there we go. 
uh, yeah, man, I think um, it's, it, yeah, 16 is the universal age of consent around the world. Everybody gets mad at me when I say that. I'm not telling you to do it. I'm just telling you around the world is 16. All right, 18 tends to be, not many places have 18 as an age of consent. It's very few places. Matter of fact, matter of fact, 18 is the least common age of consent in the United States. I know people are going to be mad at me, but it is what it is. All right, uh, Zero Fallout says, here's some funds. I'm going to get you again right there. I don't want to get into the age of consent conversation because people get pissed off. And I'm like, just do your own research. Shit, it's sitting right there on the internet. God dang, I'm not telling you to go out and do it. It's just what it is. Good Lord. I mean, out of 50 states, there's not that many that have 18. It's always, it's more, com 16 is the most common. And then 17 followed up, I think is the second most common. And most of the states that have 18 are on the West Coast. Why do I know this? I make sure my daughter's healthy here. That's why. People always say, how do you know that? Why do you know that? Why wouldn't you know it? <laughs> like, what, what kind of literally, what kind of question is that? You should know it so your ass don't go to jail. I mean, come on. You want to go to jail? Hell no, I don't want to go to jail. People are like, you shouldn't know something like that. I shouldn't know the law. <laughs> come on, man. It's the law. All right, it's something that you want to know. Here we go. People are crazy. Zero Fallout says, I got you, man. He said, here's some, he said, here's some funds for some new shuffling shoes, coach. You were shuffling towards the alphabet street this morning. I have to give myself an L. He said, sometimes the shoes don't work the same. Great shows today, coach. Yes, I I I did a I did a slip up today. I think I corrected myself, hopefully. But let's show. <laughs> I can do some shuffling too. Look, Look out, man! What you going to do? Look out, boys! It's coming through. Yeah, man! Yeah, man! Shout out to you there. All right, Cody Marshall says, "In this day and age, you got to pay the price, regardless." Hey, don't be upset with her. She did the same thing that anybody else in her position would have done. She did the same thing that you would have done. She had her price. Just like each and every one of you have your price. Uh, T. Carruthers says, Coach, what do you what where do you think the dating scene will be post-pandemic? Will the OnlyFans see decline profits due to life somewhat returning to normal? Uh, I'm in the future already, so I can tell you already. Uh, it has to do with this. I got money. Uh, there will be some people that want to get married, though. So I think there will be kind of a a little bit of a a, a thing where people want to get married. So there will be a little uptick in it. Uh, but um, no, I don't think OnlyFans will slow down. YouTube has slowed down. I don't know if like look at all your content creators, less views across the board than from 2020 versus 2022. Less less views across the board. But that's because people are going back to work and going. They got busy things to do. They got things to do. So, um, yeah, there will be a decline in OnlyFans and all of that stuff. But I think what's going to happen is the market's going to get flooded. And everything's going to, the price is going to lower. So we'll see some people get a little reality check. People that think they're going to go out here and get sugar daddies and OnlyFans accounts and all that stuff and uh, just rest on that. They're going to have to, the market's going to get flooded and they'll have to make an adjustment. They'll have to make an adjustment. Uh, so people will get phased out. If you're barely making it, you'll get phased out. So you, it is what it is on any one of these markets. Dreamcatcher says, Coach, how much money does the average man need and how much should our net worth be 
as we get older as men, age 20 to 55. It depends on where you live. But I'm going to tell you, man, there's some greedy ass people out here. It's already flooded. Yeah, there's some greedy people. Let me tell you, the rich now are getting greedy. They're going to make it harder for you to make money. So you got to be very savvy and progressive. If you're going to be talking about 1990 stuff and how to make money and go get you a job and sit in a corporate office, that's getting phased out now. Not a lot of people have to go to work like that anymore. So you better get greedy. All I can say is get greedy. You there's ne you'll never have enough money. <laughs> you're, you'll never have enough money. Hear me when I say that. You'll never have enough money. So um, I said in Southern California, you need to be comfortably making 250 grand a year and have made that over periods of time. If you want to have an enjoyable life in Southern California, you can make way less, but your enjoyable, like your, 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 what would they call it? Your enjoyability is going to be low. Like you're going to be on the hamster wheel. You're going to be in commute traffic. You're probably going to be working odd hours. You're probably going to be double uh, gigging it. Then your car is going to be make barely make it. It's going to have wear and tear on your car. You're not going to be at the Laker game. If you're at the Laker game, you're going to go one out of 41 games, and you're going to be in the rafters. Yeah, your quality of life, your comfortability, your quality of life is going to be low. But you'll be here. You'll make 70K here. You'll live with a roommate. You'll be eating, uh, you'll be eating Lunchables for lunch. You'll be eating at the food truck. You'll be on a budget, a tight one. If the gas ever creeps up to $5.30, you're asked out. <laughs> I am on Locals. CoachGregAdams.Local.com. So you're going to need 250K. You'll never buy a house at 70K. You're never going to own a house. So there's a lot of cities. These blue cities are like that. You're never going to own a house. You're going to always rent. You're never going to be able to have investment properties. You're never going to save any money. But you'll live here. You'll live here. He says you're one flat tire away from missing rent. You'll get a flat tire. Your transmission will slip. And you'll be out. You'll, you'll be out of commission. You'll be borrowing money. You'll be at the payday, uh, payday check place. And you'll be patching your way through. That's what happens when you make under 100K in a place like this. Because uh, people, look at how I live. And I make, I, I, I'm not telling you what I make, but I make more than 70K. And, and uh, for me to buy a property here, and, and just in my area, sure, I can move somewhere else, right? But I would have to start at, I'll give you a demonstration. Give you a demonstration. We'll go to old Zillow. And we'll use. All right. Look at that. I got it back. All right. Shout out to everybody that's still here. All right. Um, computer went, the computer went out. Jeez, boy. I tell you, man. If it ain't one thing, it's another suck another. They turned my TV off. They deleted me. I was about to give y'all a lot of information here. All right. Let's see here. Uh, we're about to wrap it up anyway. Uh, we do have some super chats. I went back to the future for a minute. California was like, no, don't tell them. Don't tell them. My little computer just, it just went out. I mean, it just went off. So, uh, anyway, 
there were like three more super chats. He said, this is a clone coach. Don't trust this coach. Hey, I'm back in here. Do I sound the same? <clears throat> Do I sound the same? <laughs> oh, man. Where's that Latina at? She says she running late. All right. So I got a little bit of time. Um, What I was going to show you is, uh, let's see here. We're going to go to old Zillow. We're going to go to Zillow. Let's see here. That's what we were showing you. We're talking about uh, comfortability here. Oh, there's not even houses on the market, bro. All right. So let, let me go back to sold. All right. Let's, this is what we do here. Let's go to sold and let's go to what are we doing here? We're doing 600,000. All right. So let's pop this up. We're doing comfortability. Hey, and you don't have to join us. Uh, I live in Newport Beach. So let's look at houses that have sold in Newport Beach. What are the prices here? Um, here's the prices here. So I have it set at 600 to 600 to 900 K 600 to 900 K. How many listings here? 12 results. We got 12 results and uh, the lowest price. Let's, let's, let's take for uh lowest to highest homes for you. Lowest to high. We'll go low to high. This looks like uh there's a 695. There's a 700. This probably is an apartment. Here it is here, 750. This is a, look how small this is. This is a, uh, this is 2,400 square feet. That sold for 750 grand. And um, this is, uh, then going up here, 750 right here. This is basically probably an apartment. 750, this would probably be qualify as, as an apartment. Yeah. Oh, look at that. That's 700, that's $750,000. Basically a upstairs apartment. Okay. Um, then you got 800 grand here. This is 800 grand. I mean, in any other place, these houses would be worth, these houses would be worth $300,000. <laughs> $300,000. But just entry level, you're talking about close to a million. All right. 850. Here's eight, eight, 880, wait, 887,000. Uh, for basically a townhome, all right? And so my I live in a three-bedroom townhome, right? I live in a big, I have a, I live in a three-bedroom townhome. Um, and um, I'm not, I didn't purchase it, but it's, it would be around, I think I had, I think I've seen people price it. What it would, what would it cost if somebody bought it? It's around 800,000, all right? And then there's nothing else. So what you would have to do is go, if I go 900,000, 900k just so you know what you're dealing with to a million five 900k for to a million five 146 results this is 935 this is basically it this is basically a town this is a condo this is a condo right here for 950 look this is what you get for 950 you get this right here this is a condo your neighbors are right here or you're probably right here there's your patio there's your neighbor smoking off the patio right there uh, 950k. Here's another townhouse right here. This is kind of what I have. This is not what I. This is not. But this is what I have, kinda. All right. So what you're looking at here, what people would think is a studio apartment. This is what I have right here. So you got 955k. 955k for that. So now you're in the million dollar range. 
you're easily in a million dollar range. Let me show you what a million dollars gets you. Look, 1.01, this is $1 million right here. $1 million. So this is when you even, even your big content creators that live here, they don't buy houses here unless they're Jake Paul. They rent, they rent here because it's just, it's ridiculous. You're like 1,600 square feet for 1 million bucks. 1,600 square feet. Now this is getting nicer. But remember, we were telling you about um, you don't get a backyard. Look, oh, look, it's just a townhome. This is $1 million. This is a townhome. This is not even a detached single-family residence. I mean, it's a single-family residence. But this is a million one. And, of course, we're talking about Newport Beach. But um, here, here's a million seven. So everything, really, if you want something nice, you got to go over a million bucks. And this is uh, East Coast of Mesa, Irvine. I mean, over over here is Newport Beach, and that's Costa Mesa. So this is a million. All right, if you want anything, if you want anything new and nice, you got to go almost to, you got to go uh, to like one point seven to two million. All right, so this is one point two five mil. This one point two five mil, and this is an old house. This house was built. This house was this. That's a pretty old house. That would be considered an old house. Um, so you have to go up to about one point, probably one point five million will probably be where you would need if you wanted something a little modern. See, this is one point three eight. One point three eight. This is an old house. All right. So you're you're paying one point three eight. And uh, this is going to have termite issues. It might need a new roof at one point three. Some people buy a house like that and scrape it. Here we go, 1.39. Now you're getting up into something that's decent, right? This is this is nice. All right, this would be nice. And um, and then in my really backyard, you got to go probably two million to three million. Now, now you now you got a house, house, a mega, a mega mansion, mega mansion. Now you got the nice, nice house where the holes come drop panties. Even then, look at that. There's the gate, and there's your neighbor right there. This is for $1.75 million. That's on Balboa Island, so I can see that. Uh, here we go. Here, pool in the backyard, $1.7 mil. $1.7 mil. Yeah, now you, now you, now you talking. Now you're comfortable. Now you're not worried about a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? And they don't even show you the damn house. What does the house look like? Oh, yep, it's on the corner lot. And it's in the cookie cutter, cookie cutter. Yeah, uh, it, this house in Texas is worth six hundred fifty. This is Cal. This is uh, California. So then, yeah, you still kind of struggling. Look, one point seven eight, one point seven eight mil right here. One point seven eight mil. This is a one point. This is a one point. This is almost a two million dollar house. All right, this is this is Southern California for you, man. But I'm also talking about Newport Beach, right? And um, if you want to go lower than this, you got to move away from the coast. So then you got to go. So this is near the this is the water right here. But then, so if you want more, you got to move out here. Irvine, it's gonna still be expensive. Then you got to go over the hill right here. Then you're in your Belinda. Then you're still. This is where it's hot as hell. The further away you move, it's cool here, then it's hot here. All right, but you'll still be paying a million dollars. 
He said, that's no way to live. So again, when people were, when I was, when I was uh, showing you about being, have, making 250 grand a year and you will have to have to made that for several years uh, for you to, to live that, to, to, um, to live what we call have a quality life. So I think, um, let me just pull up Orange, California. Let me put out Anaheim. You guys know Anaheim, Disneyland. We're just chilling, by the way. And then for $5 a, a gallon of gas, I'll go back to the low range, which would be considered low range, Anaheim. Anaheim, let's go 600000 to 700000 just to give you a view here. So this is Anaheim. This is $600,000 right here. This is what gets you with $600,000 in Anaheim. 600K. See that? That's that's more than a half a million dollars. So people be like, why you don't own a house? I'm like, here? Jesus Christ. I'm like, nah, I ain't buying no house here, bro. All right, if I do, it would be in the $1.7 million range where I know the property's going to appreciate. Okay. And you can go to Compton and get this type of house here. Uh, This is 600K here. You got 600K. This is over a half a million dollars right here. Look at that. <laughs> God. I mean, I'm not laughing at it, but what I'm saying is this is what this is this is California, bro. And you're gonna be you're gonna be next to gangs. Gangs gonna be in the alley. Gangbangers gonna be in the alley. Uh let's see here. So and, and I'll show you this. Let's just do Compton. Compton, there's still six hundred. You're still paying six hundred thousand dollars in Compton. Look, this is Compton. Compton, six hundred grand in Compton. Like that, you're paying over a half a million dollars to live in Compton. It's a nice house, though. It's really nice. So it looks like it was. Um, it looks like it's a flip. That's definitely, uh, definitely, it definitely is. Um, organized as a flip. You can see the how they did the cabinets. Right here, six hundred thousand to live in Compton. The pictures are too small here. So this is Southern California. This is why um, the market here it's almost unlivable. This is why a lot of people are in poverty. They're broke. They're living with roommates and this and that. Here we go. Six hundred and thirteen grand. Who paying? Who paying? Six hundred and thirteen grand right here. Who buying? And you got to pay for gas, and you got to survive, and you got to look, you look electric wires all over this, bro. So this is SoCal. This is why people are fleeing California like crazy because the price, the market is just, there's no way. I mean, who's paying a half a mil to live in Compton? I'm not. I wouldn't do it. So, um, yeah, man, it is what it is. It's crazy, huh? <laughs> all right. I think I I did I I lost all the super chat. So I will say Greg Smith says just dropping off a quick five piece. You had me cracking up, bro. Shout out to you. I'll need to put it to my computer. Yes, sir. Omni Roma says, Coach, I'm going to build my dream house in Malibu. There's cheap land up in them hills where it's hard to build. I'm a general contractor, so I will build it myself. Screw the metaverse. I am building in the real universe. So that's gonna help you if you can build. Your house, if you can build a house by yourself and buy the land cheap, you're going to be good. You can do it. Uh, says, Coach, would you leave Cali? I'm I'm highly considerate. It's like 85% chance that I'll leave. All right. Because 
I, I do very well, but it's kind of like you, you have to do like uh like if if I'm going, okay, am I gonna buy a $1.7 million house or could I buy a six hundred thousand dollar house in Nevada or Texas or Arizona? What would my quality of life be? It will be markedly different because even at 1.75 million, I'm struggling to pay the mortgage. Like it's a it would be a budget buster. I would have a nice house, but I would be then my quality of life would go down. Right? My quality of life would go down. Now I'm going, all right, all my money, I'm house poor. Now I'm house poor. I, I got a, I got I'm worth a million dollars. My net worth is a million dollars, but all my money goes into that mortgage. And if something happens, bam, I, I'm done, right? So, you know, this is why people are fleeing California. And so this is why when people move here, I'm like, oh boy, when you when you move here, you better be killing it because you're gonna be struggling. People want me to come to Vegas. I'm, I'm looking at all these other markets and be, they think about it is Californians are spoiled. So what I always tell people is we may not have backyards here, but be, after our backyard, we have the world. We have California. So we got a slim backyard, but outside of our fence is California. Whereas you might have a lot of land. You might have a lot of land in the backyard, but past that fence, you're in Midland, Texas, right? So there's nothing to do past that fence. Whereas in California, there's everything to do. But if you don't make a lot of money, it don't matter that it's there. You still can't do it anyway. So this is the problem with California. This is the fight that they fed. And, and your taxes are high. Your property taxes are high. And the gas is high. The food cost is high. But, and, but it's sunny every day. Yeah. <laughs> There's no snow, there's no rain, there's big there's big booty holes, there's flat back women. You're never bored here. You just can't afford to do everything, right? It's a weird, it's a weird thing, bro. People literally have to pick one. What do you like? You can wear shorts every day. Or you can live somewhere where you have five acres and it snows half the year. What would you guys do? Can I make a poll? You'd have to make a poll. And the libtards, that too. But I live in a conservative county. My county is not like Los Angeles. <laughs> he says, there's always Victorville. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can always move out to Victorville and San Bernardino and all that. I wouldn't do it. Five acres in the mule. See, Arizona, see, the problem is, Arizona, it's 120 degrees in the summer for five months. Oh, and guys, I've been there. See, I can go to Arizona right now, pick up a piece of property, be good, be comfortable. It will be cheaper than what I pay for this. It will be cheaper and it will be five times bigger. All right. And I would have land and desert rock and I would have a three car garage. But in the summer, it's 120 degrees. It never gets over 80 degrees here where I am. It's, it's a tough choice. It's a tough choice. You just got to make it. You got to lose something. What do you want to lose? Future martial law. Arizona is an oven on land. Same thing with Vegas. Rocks as grass. Desert rock. I'm not a big fan of desert rock. You got to pick your poison. You, you got to pick your poison for sure. 
He says, if you go to Cali, go when you're young, get a house, live there for a decade, and then sell it and move out. Yes. You'll make your money back. He said, that's what AC's for? Yeah, for sure, man. Cali. Cali is it's one of those things, man. Yeah, there's pros and cons. And you literally have to pick your poison. But that, I've moved from Southern California several times. So I've lived in, you know, you guys know, I've lived in Utah, lived in New Mexico. I lived in New York, Wisconsin, Louisiana. San Jose, I'm missing one. I'm missing one. So I've moved out of California a whole bunch of times, and I literally ran my ass right back. <laughs> I was like, oh, sh I went through New York. I went through two nor'easter nor snow snows. I was like, I ain't never coming back to New York. I was out. I lived in Wisconsin, so that's the Midwest. I lived in every region, so I've given every region a shot. Shout out to uh shout out to Stillzies. I missed about two super chats that when it went off. Stillzy says just throwing out an idea. Texas for most of the year new is it New Hampshire in the summer? So let me just say this: I've actually considered spending like splitting time in two areas. So I'm actually considering that, but I would have to do like content creation for the next five years to guarantee that I could do that, or I would have to have another job. Like I would have to have it. But I've con I'm considering that too. Pug Dad says Vegas bound. I insist. I don't mind Vegas. I'm looking at Vegas is definitely a contender. Somebody says what part of Wisconsin? Oh, Milwaukee, baby. That's why I know. That's why I diss Milwaukee a lot. Because I've been there. Snow's not that bad. Okay, I'll do heat before I do snow. I'll do heat before I do snow. So I will live in Vegas or... um. Arizona before I live anywhere where it snows. I will do that. Uh Pug that's uh Rod Roderick Miller. Thank you for the sponsorship. <laughs> Henderson, it's either Henderson. I mean, I'm open in Vegas. Henderson or Summerlin. Everybody's moving to Summerlin because it's kind of like California. All the Californians are living there. So, but I I've looked in Henderson. You can get bigger things in Henderson. The Utah climate is not bad. It's just in, in the summer in August, it's really hot because Utah's a valley. Salt Lake City is a valley. Um, so it's really hot in the summers of just August. I think August or September is really hot. And then January, February, it's really cold. So Utah, I, I don't mind Salt Lake City. My mother used to live in Seattle, so I probably wouldn't live there. I don't dislike Seattle, but it's just too far in the Pacific North. West. I don't mind Seattle though. Let's see here. Um, I like Salt Lake City. I would give Salt Lake a chance, but not yet. That would be something later on. Where we got oh, I did. I answered them. That was Fro Russo for Rosso. Who else is saying? Um, um, yeah, I lived in Salt Lake City for two years. I actually liked it there, but in the summer, it is very hot. Like for some reason, it's very hot. It gets over hundred degrees in the summer. And southern Utah gets way over 100 degrees. Let's see here. Too much rain in Seattle. Yeah. Shout out to Angelo Jones. Appreciate you. Reno, probably not. I wouldn't consider Reno. Move to Hurricane. I think Hurricane Utah. I think that is, yeah. Minneapolis, no way. It's too cold. I'm never moving back to the cold. I'm never moving back to the cold. Kaylee's, there's a lot of flatbacks. There's a lot of flatbacks in Utah, too. 
There's flybacks everywhere if you want to know. Nash Vegas, I'm I've looked at Nashville a little bit. I, I would consider it, but it's low on the list. Miami, no. I would go nowhere, Florida. I should find retirement friendly states. This is true. Because I'm I'm would be I'm going into my 50s. So I'm thinking this would be second to last move. Houston, probably not. San Diego, no, it's too. That's the same thing. Angelo James says Tampa. I kind of crossed out Florida as a possibility right now. I don't think it's possible because I'm too much on the West Coast. Austin, Texas is a no, although although a lot of Californians are moving to Austin, which I would consider it, but I just don't see it as a possibility now. Buy land before it's too late. This is very true. Uh, let's see here. Henderson's chilly. The spring is beautiful. Utah is a beautiful state. Baltimore is a no. Georgia is a no. Again, mostly the southern and the southeast and the east is probably a no. Austin is Cali East. I don't I don't trust what Austin is doing, but I would look at Dallas is a possibility. And then I probably would look at this move and then probably buying something in a foreign land or overseas. Georgia, no, it rains too hard in the summer there. Coach was in the mill. Milwaukee never would move back to Milwaukee to say, I would, I would poke my eyes out before I moved to Milwaukee. Oklahoma, nah. Tennessee, Nash Vegas, maybe. Chill on Milwaukee. Uh, let's see here. Irvine, no. A couple more. Capital Drive in Milwaukee. Milwaukee's no bueno. I wouldn't move anywhere in that region, right? Chicago, no. We just BSing, y'all. Columbus, Ohio, yeah, no. House prices will go down soon enough, true. We're going to try to keep telling this truth here. Oh, Arizona also, they do have scorpions and weird stuff, rattlesnakes on your damn port. But this is, you got to live kind of outside of Phoenix. Like you got to live like Queen Creek or some sh like that, some where it'll be a scorpion in your garage for sure. Louisiana, I probably wouldn't move back there, but that's your birth state. Housing market will come down just a little bit, possibly. Scottsdale is not bad, but the heat is just. Have y'all been to that heat in the in the Las Vegas in um Arizona? It is white like crazy. If not, go to North Texas, Raleigh. Yeah, most of the Midwest and South is probably unknown. West Virginia, no. Lake Tahoe, no. It's too dry there. Calgary. <laughs> Franklin, Tennessee. Somebody actually told me about Franklin, Tennessee. I might have to look that up again. Somebody did mention that. I think somebody was on a coaching call one time. He was like, look up Franklin, Tennessee. So I'm going to check it out. I did forget about that. Nebraska, no. New Mexico. I was in New Mexico. Yeah, I would not go back there. Kilwaukee. Anywhere they shooting up. Anywhere there's a big community. No. St. Louis. No. Huntsville. Not Alabama, Mississippi, and Georgia are out of the running automatically. We call that MAG. Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia. Jamaica. Guatemala City. Santa Barbara is like the best of Cali. 
I was going to go to Santa Barbara this weekend. I'm actually scheduled to go. I don't know if I'm going to go. North Carolina, no. Colorado is a low on the list, but it, it's not low on the list. It's a possible low. It's on it, but it's low. So I love Colorado, actually. But I don't know if I could live there. I could visit there. Spain is where it's at. Virginia Beach, no. Yonka's over here. Costa Rica, no. I would probably buy in the foreign land for sure. Can you elaborate more on Florida, Coach? It's too humid there. And I think the only city I would probably consider is Orlando. I wouldn't move to Miami because I'm moving to the same thing, right? It's cheaper than here, but it's I don't need all that party. I want to visit Miami. I don't need to live all up. I don't need to be in the cut. So then what would I consider? Jacksonville's out. Tallahassee's out. Uh, Tampa, maybe. And Orlando, maybe. Austin, no. Dallas, yeah. Charlotte is too far east. San Antonio, no. Too many gorditas there. <laughs> Sarasota, University of Texas. James E says, I live in Vegas, moving back to Cali for only one reason. LA girls are struggling more, so they're going to be more open. Girls that live in cheaper cities aren't even aren't as eager, supply versus demand. The summer of hot girls is greater in LA, so their prices are cheaper. Thoughts? Well, yeah, man. And it, the beauty scale is, once you get used to California people, and then you move to a different area, the people are the beauty scale drops significantly. So if you're into dating or you're into doing whatever you want, going out, nightclub, the scale drops like crazy. Vegas has some pretty people, but they got some pretty ugly people too. It's mostly pretty ugly people. But we get the best of most everybody's city that comes here so that the average person in California is attractive, is highly attractive somewhere else. And you can't get you you cannot not get used to that. You you then start looking and going, holy sh! Everybody's ugly. <laughs> Rational irrationality says move to Mo Mobile, Alabama. There's there's about a zero percent chance that I'll move to Mobile. What about Philly? Hell no. Retired to Costa Rica. I'm looking at my, my this will be my second to last move, I believe. So people are saying France, Costa Rica, Philippines, definitely um, out there. San Diego, way better up north. El Paso, too far south. Although I have some Selma Hayek's out there. Tampa, Florida, they say. Nashville gets cold. Baltimore, no. St. George, no. Sundowns. Atlanta, no. There's a 0% chance I will move to Atlanta. There, I would never move to Atlanta. I could not live there. Dudes be walking around with lipstick and high heel. I can't do it. I, I couldn't even pretend like I would be like, this is too much. Germany, nine. <laughs> All right, Thailand. Oh, I would, those places are good to vi visit. Durango, there's another place. See, those are the hidden gems. I think Western Colorado has a lot of hidden gems. Grand Junction, I shouldn't tell you, but Grand Junction, Durango, those are like, it's really slow there. It's the ski towns, It's but they're hidden gems there. But even Grand Junction's getting expensive. I checked it out. 
The West Coast has the most beautiful women, to be honest. I can't admit that. And I grew up on the East Coast. It's not even a question. Washington, D.C. is a no. Cali's not the best. But what I'm saying is if I go from if I go from Cali and then I move to Las Vegas, the the beauty scale drops immediately. It, it's like it's like night and day. Would you consider living in a tax free state? Montana. Montana's on my list. But I would have to look at something like I have a place where I'm looking at which is probably, probably, you know, but, but then I'm really isolated and that would be, I would have to live half time there, half time in Arizona or something like that. Um, let me see here. I'm looking at Montana. I've been there in Montana. I don't mind it there. Tupelo, Mississippi. Nope. All right. I'm looking at this list and I got to get it. Come to DC. Probably not. Orlando is okay. It's too small. Colorado, Colorado. I like Colorado. Uh, too many gorditas. Let me see if I can get here. St. Petersburg, Tampa, Brooklyn in the house. New, where we at here? Naples, Florida. Never think, uh, been to Naples. Tijuana. I don't like DC. I like DC as a visiting state. I don't, I wouldn't go there here. All right. Orlando was a sleeper city. I, it wasn't that bad. Montana. Yes. Montana. Yes. There's a place, a couple places in Montana that I know of because I've been there uh, a couple times. And I was like, oh, people don't know about but the secret's kind of out now. El Paso is a lick. Wyoming is probably going to be a no. <laughs> so I, my list right now. Thank you, guys. Pittsburgh is a no. I will never even probably step foot in Pittsburgh ever again. There will be no reason. I think the Raiders play there next year, so I might have to go. But Pittsburgh is a no. Uh, I would say my list is going to be at the top. Dallas. Las Vegas. And then possibly somewhere in near Phoenix, in the Phoenix, greater Phoenix area. Then after that, you're talking about maybe possibly Colorado or Montana. That would be the next thing that I would do. And then maybe there might be something like Nashville or something on the on the list. But um, I'm trying to not go to any cold. And some of those places uh, move to the Bay Area. Oh, I'm getting worse. I'm getting worse financially. North Korea. Ukraine or Iraq. Yes. Somebody says we don't care. I have seen the most beautiful land I've ever seen in Montana. Montana's a sleeper. It says it looks like you out of the country for you, coach. Montana's a sleeper, man. I, I'm looking at Montana, but Montana's rates are going up crazy because California invaded, right? New Orleans, no. New Orleans is going to be underwater in 10 years. Mark my words. There's no way that's going to be a city in 10, 15, 20 years. And that thing's going to get swallowed. <laughs> There's no way. Louisiana, no, wait, no, dude. There's New Orleans. If you live in New Orleans, leave. Get the hell out of there, bro. That thing is underwater already. Okay. So anyway, I would not be chilling in New Orleans. Like, yeah, man, let's live here for another 30 years. Yeah, I'm too broke for DC. I'm not see Boston, DC, New York, LA, Miami. I no way. No. It's too expensive. I'm, I'm, I've already done that. 
they're going to swallow up New Orleans. All that sinning they doing there. Oh, anywhere, let's just say this, any state that was in the Louisiana Purchase is out too. So do your own research on that. We are BSing around. I'm supposed to meet somebody in 30 minutes and feed my dog. All right, man, shout out to you brothers, man. We just hang, hung around. D.C. is great. D.C. is the only place I would visit there. I wouldn't live there. In North Carolina, I looked in it. It's just, yeah. I mean, I don't want to move to Andy Griffithville. <laughs> I know people be mad, all right? But also, it has to be a place that I can do videos from. It has to be a place that I can, like, hey, I'm here. You know what I mean? Like, here's the desert rock. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, you have to do vlogs, and you have to consider all of that. You all right, everybody, here's my pool. Outside, there's a bunch of rocks down there. You know, I'm trying to launder money. All right, man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate y'all for chilling. Chilling on this one. Shout out to the coach game. Now we can play the outro and I can fix my computer. Man, if it ain't one damn thing, it's the damn other, man. I tell you, man, you have everything going right. Then your computer crashes. All right, shout out to the coach gang. Hopefully we'll be back tomorrow. We out of here staring at you, Martin Luther Lee. Peace.